we like could make money off of this or something like <laughs> yeah who gave, i think we could who gave dave control of uh of all that what oh i may y'all, have done uh, that i may have made the original soundboard uh, this but... is uh <laughs> this is uh, uh jeff this is week two of us having a soundboard so oh. it's gonna get progressively worse um, <laughs> oh no i'm loving it yeah this is this is good this is some drive time radio shit fuck yeah Hollow notes so oh. fucking good. Hell yeah. I, I mean, like hollow notes. I love them. They didn't like assault anybody, did they? Because I don't think so. I okay. mean, they're just deeply misogynistic. That's well, the only I mean, thing. Yeah. But who's lyrically who a little bit. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so maybe, like every but... single hit song is like, yo, listen, bitches are fucking shit. Fuck <laughs> bitches. I hate them. I hope they die. That's no. Like every single Hall and Oates song that got popular is basically the equivalent of that guy in Toronto who ran a van through people because women wouldn't <laughs> fuck him. <laughs> 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 Wait, I don't, I don't recall the one in Toronto. I just remember the one in uh, If you push me too far, I just might uh, run my van through 10 people in downtown Toronto because women won't fuck me. Remember that? There was that one uh, Elliot Roger video yeah. got taken down because he was listening to Hall and Oates. To- you know, <laughs> I do think that Elliot Roger would be a huge Hall and Oates fan for some reason. I don't know. <laughs> I'm, I'm just, there just might be something there. Wait, are we recording? No. Okay. okay, fuck yeah, dude. No, <laughs> that means yes. No, 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 no. Oh, so now Mike thinks no means yes. That's There's like 10 no, so is that technically a positive? I'm not it. entirely sure how the transitive property what? of what? Neg- what? negatives what? work. What? 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 There's no yes. It's just what and no. I mean, those are the only things that he really says anyway. So That's true. He's got his word cut out. Well, don't forget he also says Zandali. Well, he does say Zandali. Yes. And he does say, Argo, fuck yourself. <laughs> oh, God, I didn't clip that. He also mentions uh, Scott Stapp, too. Uh, no. Well, he, I mean, he. I wouldn't say he mentioned Scott Stapp. He uh, worships Scott Stapp. <laughs> what the fuck? Does that have delayed? Or... <laughs> Hello and welcome to Cage Fight. Uh, this is episode 26. I've, I've lost count. I don't, I don't know, know why I mention what episode it is every episode, but it's an episode. It's the episode that um, it says in the thing that you clicked. To yeah, yeah, it's that you, number. Look yeah. at that number. I think it's his great. episode name is the same name as the album from... Uh, who's that Who's that fat bitch who did that fucking uh, James Bond song? <laughs> uh, <laughs> Sam Adele. Smith. Yeah, a, 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 a Sam Smith oh. Adele, yes. Uh, that was who. So it's, it's that same number. So oh boy. We're off to a great uh, start. We're off to a great start. Uh, <laughs> Um, so this is all, we'll just probably cut the whole episode. Yeah, we'll, we'll just take it all down. Uh, um, so, uh, I guess let's just introduce ourselves. I'm Jess. I'm Mike. Hi. I'm Taylor. What's up? And, and uh, we have a special guest with us this week. He's, we uh, he's fucking sexy. He's <laughs> funny. He's, uh, cute and he's woke. Uh, it's Jeff Mara. How's it going? What's going on everybody? How's, uh, uh how's it hanging? Love being woke. Love, um, being cute. Yeah. Fuck yeah. yeah. I hope that was yeah. a good intro. I've, I've... No, I, I mean, that's I the thing. How, how does it feel to be an e-boy? Just curious. <laughs> 
yeah, that's a good question. It's really, it's really been good for me as opposed to some days whenever it's bad, but mostly good. Um, you know, the tips just keep on rolling in. Fuck yeah, dude. That's yeah, what I mean, happens. The life of yeah. an e-boy is a good life to have. Mike kind of has like a, I think it's like a daily thing. I'm not sure wired directly to my account, but I just send pictures every day and um, we barely talk. It's just kind of like a, it's very transactional in nature. So it's kind of weird to. (laughs) Is it it like a Fendom thing? Yeah, it's like a Fendom thing. Yeah. Yeah. It's kind of like um, he'll like paint his toes and then I will be on the receiving end of that. Um, Ah. And so, yeah. yeah. And then you give him some money and he calls you a pay pig. So, yeah. 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 Um, if I paint my toes. I don't, it's not toenails. I paint the whole, whole toe. He fucking, <laughs> he, he paints nine them. whole, like nine inch nails. Oh, That's yeah. what he does. Nice. It's, yeah. good, it's good content. Um, so, yeah, we're, we're all disoriented here. Um, <laughs> We've been blasted with a lot of soundboard bits. And I, uh, no. <laughs> yep. Uh, Dave still got that soundboard from last week. Yeah, I was week. gonna say on, on the soundboard today we got Dave. Uh, <laughs> Dave would you like a... to introduce yourself, Dave, real quick? No. Yeah, uh, okay. That's what I thought would happen. We got it. I don't I'm even good. know if that's Dave up there. He's, <laughs> there's just, like your cat is just walking across the board. <laughs> it could be. And every time, every time it gets angry, it, it presses the soundboard. So it's gonna do that like a million times a minute. Oh, yeah. uh, if uh, if <laughs> Jess's cat the isn't in there. Uh, shitting in here. Um, yeah. Okay, She's look. being angry. <laughs> yeah, <damn it. laughs> one time, one time. But um, <laughs> one time she shouldn't hear. And we won't let it go. So uh today we're going to talk about the movies Teen Titans Go to the Movies and Ghost Rider. And that's the thing, of course, those were the two best movies that Marvel and DC had to offer this week yeah. for matchups. And Absolutely. also as well, I do think it was a Teen Titans Go to the Movies, right? Yeah, I think Hillary Clinton came up with the title for that movie, right? <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah she did. Um, she was heavily involved. There teen, was a lot, you could see her fingerprints all over this. I'm not movie. saying Teen Titans. Well, teens can't vote, but I want them to go and make movies with Jeffrey Epstein uh, <laughs> and uh, Brian Singer and Dan Schneider and the whole lot. So we love teens here uh, in a, a cool one in a regular way. Yeah, um, so yeah, that's good. Um, yeah, and what's the that that's a fun title of a movie. Uh so when they when they go to the movies, um that's that's a movie now. Um it's also a title that reads as a command. Teen Titans. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Does that mean we're the Teen Titans if it's a command? Teen I Titans suppose. go to the movies. And uh, we yeah, were I mean, teens at one point. As yeah. a teen, I was Titanic. And <laughs> you know, I, I used to watch Teen Titans a lot as a kid, and I remember one time I was at the library and I wanted to look up uh, Teen Titans website, so I looked it up, and then the uh, <laughs> library told me I could look up that website for certain uh, reasons. So we could we could have been Teen Titans back in the day, and then we would have gotten the people who made those movies put in jail. Yeah, look up <laughs> TeenTitans.com if you're looking for a real good Unless time. they're Dan Schneider, then they would have gotten away with it. So. Is Dan Schneider... Uh, Outside of a penitentiary, I do believe at the moment he's staying at a little island somewhere. Can I take that again? How yeah. do you penitent? No, sorry. Um, yeah, but um, a penis century, yes, a penis century. Um, uh, what if we, what if we just quit the podcast? Uh, <laughs> <laughs> well, uh, with that vote of confidence from Mike, uh, I'll just launch into talking about Teen Titans Go to the movies. This movie's rated PG. 
came out in the year 2018, directed by Aaron Horvath and Peter Rita Michelle. Hell yeah. I don't I don't know who either of those two people are. I've never heard of them before. I think they work on the Teen Titans Go TV show. That'd be my uh, best guess, yes. I don't know about Michelle, and apologies if I'm mispronouncing that, but I know Aaron Horvath is the creator of Teen Titans Go in my brief bit of research. Now, is it spelled Um, like Michelle, like the female name Michelle? or It's like spelled like M-I-C-H-A-I-L. It's like mid- so, so it's like it's like Michelle Haneke, the director of Funny Games, the worst movie on the planet. It's like know. a Beatles song. It's my reference. <laughs> there we go. I don't. <laughs> I don't have one for it. Uh, well, uh, this was written yeah. by uh, Michael Jelenic and Aaron Horvath, also the director and creator of it. Uh, production companies were Warner Bros. Animation and DC Entertainment. No real surprises there. Um, yeah, I, I honestly thought it was going to be directed by Saturn Films or like yeah. produced by Saturn yeah, Films. If this got the Saturn film stamp, that would have been fucking sweet. They did specifically, they did specifically ask for this movie to be uh, under the Warner Bros. label as opposed to the brothers. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's uh, yeah. Warner Bros, uh, they make uh, like the Neighbors movies as opposed to the Warner Brothers uh, who make the family entertainment. Yeah. <laughs> what kind yeah. of family entertainment? Is it family f- entertainment for men? <laughs> yeah. Uh, <No>. Brothers. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Runtime of 84 minutes. A budget of ten million dollars. Is that is that the shortest film we've ever reviewed? Like this film was under 80 minutes without credits. Uh, I think the only shorter one would be A Christmas Carol. Oh, that well, okay. Yeah, and that doesn't really count as a movie. Yeah, like, <laughs> fucking sucks. I, I think this movie, like, legit came out in theaters. Like, this is probably the shortest theatrical movie we've ever reviewed on the show. Yeah, it would be, it would be pretty <laughs> fucked up if they went and called it Teen Titans Go to the Movies and then you couldn't go to the movies to see it. That would suck, wouldn't it? Like, it's just like, hey, yeah. go to the movies because we're only doing it on video on demand so you have to watch it at home. It's like, Teen that's Titan- not going to the movies. What? Teen Titans Go straight to VOD. Well, that's the thing is that the, the sequel was actually called uh, Let's Go to the Lobby. Teen Titans go to the lobby. (laughs) They became lobbyists. Oh, yeah. Uh, They're big lobbyists. Yeah. And then then to bring it all back around, they tell you to Teen Titans go to the polls. (laughs) (laughs) Um, You had to finish that Hillary Clinton joke. Let's let's get a Hillary Clinton uh, tally going for this episode. (laughs) Um, Because I have a feeling that's going to keep going. And listen, after this movie, I felt great. Uh, so the box office gross of this one, I I'm chilling in Hartford, Wisconsin. <laughs> uh, the box office gross of this one was $52.1 million, putting it in the black. That would yeah. be 18 out of, and what was the budget of this movie again? Uh, 10 million. Damn. That's pretty good. Five times his budget. Yeah. yeah. $10 million to fucking draw a bunch of pictures. Wow. Good job. I happen dude. to think Fuck. that this might be flash animation. I don't think it's actually Andrew any of them. <laughs> yeah. Well, it came out yeah. in 2018 and I don't think anything has been hand drawn since like the year 2000. Since, <laughs> since, uh, you know, since a certain Hanna-Barbera cartoon that Dave has no knowledge of. So, uh, yeah. So I'm basically taking this new stance where, um, I think animation's super fucking easy to do. Yeah, um, yeah. And so I'm not impressed by this <laughs> kitty cat bullshit. Yeah. Um, so that's I'm a fucking adult episode. now. I don't deal with this hand drawn bullshit. Yeah. Well, I personally oh, podcast about cartoons too. Oh yeah. Oh, hell yes. Oh, that's well, then, then, then I amend my addressed. statement. Cartoons are mainly shit. Sorry, dude. No, uh, watching this, I thought like, Oh, this, this kind of looks like shit. 
You can't believe I liked this as a kid. <laughs> <laughs> um, I'm a big fan of cartoons, but I like it when they're a little bit sexier. Yeah, I was going to say, I think Mike strikes me as more of a hentai fan than a cartoon. Like, well, you know. I, don't, I don't go full hentai. I like, you know, kind of like a soft core. Soft core hentai. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I was gonna say, do you, do you like him? A, do you like him a little Brian Singerfied, if you know what I mean, or just regular uh, hentai? Yeah. I wouldn't go that far. I, okay. I just I, I watch a little bit of hentai and then like JOI stuff. Oh, that makes a lot of sense. Yeah. Oh, cool. Yeah. Yup. I mean, once again, we're talking about a movie that involves underage people, and we're talking about hentai JOIs. <laughs> Jesus Christ! And, and we um, say we're better than Brian Singer. What the fuck? We're not better than Brian Singer. We're just like as I bad. am. I'm not participating. I'm definitely better than. I'm not signing on on that. Personally, uh, way chiller than. I mean, I will say Brian I'm better Singer. than Brett Ratner as a filmmaker, and frankly, as a person. So on Rotten Tomatoes, this one got a 91% from the critics. And, how? And oh, a, never mind. I got to save oh. my opinions, but how? And a 71% from audiences. So, that's, man, the, that's that. the fucking audiences were harsh on this. Man. Yeah, right? It's kind of fucked yeah. up. I'm kind of surprised by that. I, th- I thought the critic score would be a lot lower than the audience. Yeah, I, I won't spoil either, but I guess I was a little surprised that the critics liked this as much as they did. But... Yeah. Well, I mean, it was pretty deep, um, and it was uh, they put Stan Lee in it before they killed him, and <laughs> that was cool. And I will say, before we get into spoilers, let's just get right into the fucking plot, shall we? Oh, uh, we got to get some trivia. For oh, shit, that's right. Uh, totally skipped over Mike's part here. <laughs> well, there was, like, no trivia for this movie that was not just pointing out references that were made in the movie, which uh, just watched the movie. Extremely instead. clever references, right? Uh, yeah. Uh, okay, good. Really good stuff. Um, but the one piece of trivia um, I did take down is that um, large cat man James Corden was uh, originally cast as Balloon Man. <laughs> Um, but was, uh, for unknown reasons, replaced with Greg Davis uh, and fuck James Corden. Uh, yeah, James so. Corden. Uh, yeah, he sucks. You don't like him. I found out why he uh, he got replaced. Uh, they popped him. Yeah. Oh, well, I see. Ooh. So uh, is that all? Uh, yeah. There. Yeah. Okay. No <clears throat> trivia that uh, you could not figure out by just sitting down and watching this fantastic <laughs> film. All right. Fair enough. Well, then uh, I'll just go ahead and jump right into a plot summary here. Uh, so we open in peaceful Jump City, uh, right as the piece is disrupted by Balloon Man, a giant inflatable pink balloon man. Wait, you said, you said Jump City? Yeah. Is it Red Jumpsuit Apparatus City? What? Oh, shit. That'd be really cool. Well, none of them are face down, so. Oh, like, okay, fair <laughs> enough. Well, talk about, talk about uh, Van Halen. It was a Jump City. Oh, yeah. Uh, oh, shit. Yeah. For reference, Eddie Van Halen died today. <laughs> oh, yeah. R.I.P. R. Eddie Van Halen. He uh, jumped into the grave. Good job. instantly <laughs> beat this episode. Yeah. Now yeah. everyone's going to figure it out. This is uh, probably not going to come out for like eight months. Yeah, really? So. <laughs> Whenever Jess decides to release this fucking uh, episode. I'm no, that was not shade yeah. at Jess, oh, uh, sure. but I would yeah. like to say uh, this is like a Chinese democracy of podcasts. It takes like three months to release like two minutes. Sometimes it takes a while. Like, <laughs> we only record for about four hours every fucking time. That sounds easy, um, but I'd just like to say, uh, uh, rest in peace, Eddie Van Halen died one year ago today. Yeah, <laughs> really. Five days after him. Oh yeah, and Trump uh, died. Uh, Shortly after, yeah, um, really, one year ago, yeah. But uh, so the Teen Titans show up to try and stop Balloon Man, and uh, we are introduced to them through their rap song, 
that they rap together. It's a really good rap song, too. It's um, astonishingly good. good. And I will say, uh, kind of interject here, I, I was really a big fan of the original Teen Titans show, and it is kind of cool they got the original like voice cast together to play the characters. Yeah, and I think it was nice to finally hear like a rap song without all the references to swearing and drugs and very wholesome uh, family abusing women. Yeah, very like family that. friendly. So, um, well, um, one thing I I noticed about this rap song is uh, Beast Boy. He kind of does a yell rap like a Beastie Boy. Oh, yeah. Why shit. Why do they give Why do they give Beast Boy like a borderline like racist black accent in this movie? Um, he didn't have that in the original show at all. Well, there's he was two shows. There was the original Teen Titans show, and then there's Teen Titans Go. It, yeah, uh, which sure, I never watched that, that show because on. I've heard it was trash, and mm-hmm. this movie uh, disproved that because this movie's really amazing. <laughs> um, I giggled pretty much um, the whole <laughs> runtime. Yeah. But um, I don't know, Beast Boy. Uh, so, so I'm just going to run through the whole list in case you don't know who the Teen Titans are. There's Beast Boy, who can turn into any animal. Starfire, who can shoot beams of energy and fly around and stuff. Yeah, you, and, you have Raven, whose superpower is being goth as fuck. Yeah, uh, Raven, who is like the daughter of a demon uh, with like weird demon powers. Uh, cyborg, who is a cyborg. <laughs> yes. <laughs> That's his thing. And Robin, uh, Batman's sidekick. And if you're a uber comic nerd or something, I believe it's Dick Grayson in this version. I think uh, it's a, yeah, Richard Grayson. Oh, sorry. Richard I'm Grayson. just a big comic fan. Oh, yes. okay. Um, and also, don't forget, Cyborg, as always, voiced by Carrie Payton, also known as Ezekiel from Walking Dead, if you've ever watched that amazing show. Oh. I didn't watch that far. Yeah. Uh, I think everybody <coughs> should have been played by T-Dog. Is that a reference that tracks? Oh, well, oh, you're right, T-Dog. Well, I, it, should, it should have been voiced by T-Dog. What yes. I noticed is Including that Starfire, Starfire, too. Starfire is voiced by uh, Princess Bubblegum from Adventure Time. Yeah, Tara uh, Strong, the, the also known as literally one of the hottest women ever exist, no matter, no matter what age. I don't know that I've ever actually seen photos of her. She well, is Nicolas Cage. Why not? Yeah, <laughs> well. she's uh, she's very pretty. I'll just put it that way. Well, I'm uncomfortable. Um, well, I, I know because you what? get you get uncomfortable around attractive women. That's just how it works. Yeah, I'm fucking. I'm really shy. <laughs> yeah, it's like, it's like talking really about a cartoon, working. but I'm a little shy. <laughs> so, uh, the Justice League shows up while uh, while they're fighting Balloon Man, and they. The Teen Titans do defeat Balloon Man, but uh, the the indelible Nick Cage is there playing Superman. Yeah, you forgot about Lil Yachty, though, which is probably yeah, a bigger get. Cool oh, shit. Um, I, I didn't even realize that. <laughs> Lil Yachty has a Green Lantern. Oh, uh, shit. Oh, yeah. shit. Is it, was that supposed to be Jon Stewart? Yeah, I think that's Jon Stewart. Um, Who is a Green Lantern and... It's not John with an the, H. Yeah, not not oh, the Oh, so it's not, uh, it's not Daily, Daily Show. Show. Oh, right. No. <laughs> so right. just No, yeah, it's Trevor Noah. Yes, yes. It's Trevor Noah was in this movie. <laughs> yes. Um, and that's the thing of course, we we do have to mention Nick Cage's role as Superman because of course, I'm sure as you know, Nick Cage was going to play Superman in a Tim Burton adaptation of a Superman story. Mm-hmm. And yeah. I think there's Should've a documentary happened. about that that yeah. we made. Yeah, there, there's a couple this, photos but... uh from uh from there doing costume design and stuff like that where uh he's the most fucking like drug addled looking Superman you've ever seen in your entire life. He looks pretty rough in those photos. Yeah. I mean, the documentary is really interesting. Um, especially uh, when they talked to the guy who just wanted to put a big spider in a movie and they wouldn't let him. So he made wild, wild west instead of, um, we also, we also should mention Nick cage in this movie because he is the main character after this and he'll show up in every scene afterwards. Yeah. 
Well, yeah, uh, he's basically the poster boy of this one. Yeah. I, I suppose this would be a, a culmination of a dream for Nick Cage because I think he yeah, uh, really was... loves Superman, like to the point where I think he named his son Cal because of Cal L. Oh, is that the metalhead one? Uh, is that a different son? Oh, I don't know. It's the <laughs> one that fell off a balcony and died. Oh. Wait, listen, we're not talking, we're talking about Eric Clapton and Nick Cage are not the same person. I know you think all like old white people look the same, but they're not the same. They kind of are. Um, but uh, Nick Cage, I think, is pretty good in this brief scene where he basically he, he has three scenes in this movie. We'll just get that out of the way. Um, yeah, uh, along with uh, Snowden, <laughs> and a couple yeah, other movies, Sunny, yeah. Snowden, Sunny, um, Outcast. What was the other one of. we watched where he had a very, very tiny role. Um, Outcast is a pretty small role, and it's one we just did not too long after <laughs> Snowden. Um, I don't know what the fuck we watched. <laughs> yeah, who cares? It lost. Someone <laughs> doesn't matter. Uh, so the Teen Titans basically express how they want a movie made about them, but the Justice League says they need to be more heroic if they don't want to be thought of as jokes. So. Then the Teen Titans go to a Batman movie premiere for superheroes uh, trying to get in there, but are denied entry because they oh, aren't even recognized. We, by the we forgot Snowden and Fast Times at Ridgemont High. That was the other one. Fast Times. Yes, yes. that's really not a cage. Movie. So, yeah, I was going to say, along with Snowden and Fast Times, can we really call this a Nick Cage movie? And A Christmas Carol. But... Uh, this is definitely a Nick Cage movie. Because uh, he says maybe a minute's worth of dialogue at most. I think... Uh... <laughs> You know, I, I will say out of all of the non-Nick Cage movies that we've reviewed on this, I think Fast Times is the least Nick Cage out of all I mean, He doesn't even have a single line of dialogue yeah, that you're 100% sure he, which is he even great because we all loved that fucking it's movie. It's such a good and movie. In a movie where everybody's assaulting someone, he doesn't even get to assault anyone. So, pretty fucked up. Oh, God. Um, they, they sneak into the movie premiere even though they're denied entry. Uh by Raven portaling them in and get some seats. And they see movies being made about Alfred the Butler, the Batmobile, and Batman's utility belt. And I actually genuinely liked that scene a lot. That was pretty funny. Yeah, that was kind of funny, the yeah. one with the utility belt. Um, and basically Robin gets publicly humiliated because he thought there would be a movie about him, and all of the superheroes laugh at him. But he does have a public humiliation fetish, so uh, it it's all, all ends up okay. <laughs> Yeah, he loves it. He's very happy, and that's the end of the movie. That's why it's only 84 minutes long. It's just... Uh, yeah, if you look really just... closely, um, there's like a little lump in his uh, uh, super suit. Uh, <laughs> God damn it. He's a teen guy. Yeah, well, I was going to say, you're talking about the bulge of teenagers. I'm sorry. Did Cameron Crow walk in here? <laughs> yeah, sorry. I've been hanging out with old uh, Cam Crow. <laughs> So they decide to be truly recognized heroes. They need an arch nemesis. So they go to stop a robbery in progress that is being made by Slade, who is usually known as Deathstroke, I believe. Um, yeah, I remember that in the original Teen Titans show, they yeah. called him Slade, too. They don't call him Deathstroke because uh, that's too dark for small children. Yes. Uh, death is really scary um and not good and i will say too like you shouldn't put deaths like because i i do a lot of death strokes if you know what i mean and we shouldn't put a word like that in a children's show yeah um you're talking about like the strokes that you have or like jacking off uh kind of combination yeah. of those two you know the the petite more there's a little death you yeah. know what i mean i mean we've all David 
Oh yeah, <laughs> yeah. love good. Uh, <laughs> sure. That was nice little like t- late two thousands hashtag rap thing going on for a second. <laughs> we, we just did. <laughs> um, oh, I should mention Slate is played by Will Arnett, which is kind of cool. Lego oh, Batman shit, himself. Yeah. Yeah. I like to see Will Arnett and things. Um, I think he's a pretty good voice actor, and I think he's funny. And I loved BoJack Horseman. And maybe Whoa. I should make a BoJack about BoJack Horseman. I'm surprised you a you podcast. like BoJack Man Man. That's fucking controversial, right there. Uh, <laughs> it's was, controversial to like Bojack. Um, <laughs> I don't think so. But. Well, I, I mean, only like the captain of, my, of uh, Diane. That's the only part of the show I liked. Or what? Diane? Casting of Diane. Yeah. Yeah, she was pretty great. Um, mm-hmm. I liked. Right. Um, well, there was controversy about her uh, being played by a white person because Allison Brie is Allison Brie white. That's crazy. <laughs> yeah, a name That's... like Allison Brie, who would have ever thought they'd be a white person? Although I will say, I mean, though, um, the my my favorite part of BoJack Horseman is when he gets his like eight thousand dollars suit destroyed. And he's like, "I got an eight thousand dollars suit. Come on!" Oh, yeah, that's, yeah, that uh, was. Or his eight hundred dollar banana suit. Yeah. Come on. Was, I'm These fucking, are pulling to fucking arrested development, I believe. Well, Nicholas Cage, why not? Yeah, no, it's not Nicholas Cage. I'm glad it's we pulled Will that out for the You know, soundboard. it's just me or does Will Arnett kind of look like Nick Cage if you just squint your eyes a little bit? A little bit. Uh the voice it's is different though. But um I'd watch so, him do a sex scene for sure. Basically, Slade ruins their confidence and they go home disappointed and unable to stop him from his robbery. Um, so the Teen Titans then decide after an upbeat inspirational song about life, which I believe that is the actual <laughs> title of the song, uh, sung by like, Michael Bolton. Uh, oh, I didn't realize that. That's, <laughs> yeah. There's like 10. I was like, is this a fucking musical? There's so many songs in this movie. I, yeah, it kind of is a musical, honestly. But it, uh, make up, it makes up like half the runtime of this fucking movie. I swear to God. Yeah, I was fucking like yeah. my neck still hurts from jamming out so hard. Yeah. <laughs> Look, the upbeat inspirational song about life was not that bad. I think we owe it to Michael Bolton. Uh, okay, to, but <laughs> what, what's the difference between upbeat inspirational song and everything is awesome? Yeah. Not well, very it's... much, but everything is awesome. Okay. I don't know. Everything is awesome. They're both bad, all right? But I'm not, I mean, yeah. I, that, that wasn't the point I'm trying to make. It's just like the song's been done before. You know okay. what? That's okay. called yeah, Everything yeah. is Awesome. Michael I Bolton hate... had a remix of his song, When a Man Loves a Woman, and it was called uh, when a man loves a child, and it was co-written by uh, Brian Singer. <laughs> fucking good. Uh. <laughs> Welcome again to the, the, the fucking. Happy to have you, Jeff. Thank you for uh, stopping by. I'm loving it. Yeah, this is. Uh, I love the X Men films. They're my favorite franchise. Yeah, well, that's the thing. You know, um, that, how many film franchises have been directed by more like like sex offenders than the X Men movies? Because you got Brett Radner, you got Brian Singer. Yeah, X Men more like uh, yeah. sex men and yeah. not like, the good kind, like sex predator men. <laughs> bad, kind. all, all the, the president's sex, sex predator men. <laughs> yes, um, That's the original title, but they changed it very quickly afterwards. It's a sex yeah, predator they, man. It's like, well, that's thing in, in the in the X Men movies. You know, all the mutants have to go on a list, but it's the sex offender <laughs> registry. <laughs> But hey, hey, think about this, uh, Jeffrey Eckstein. <laughs> oh, okay, that's that's something. Well, that's, and, sure. and, uh, Magneto in the third X-Men movie didn't want to be put on the list because he didn't want to have to inform his neighbors where he lives every time he moves. Yeah, and then it, he didn't want to he didn't want to you know change his name to Magpedo, you know. <laughs> so I love how uh, we're talking about a Marvel movie when we're supposed to be talking about DC. Yes. Uh, well, to be fair, they talk about Marvel movies almost as much as they talk about DC. See Which is true. In this fucking yeah. movie, so, um, 
So they the Titans go to Hollywood after that song sung by Michael Bolton, and uh, they get a movie made, or they want to get a movie made about them. So they ask Jade Wilson, who... Look, keep in mind here, this is super well hidden that I don't think they actually said his last name, but it is Slade Wilson. Uh, yeah, Slade oh, does yeah. sound like Jade, um, <laughs> but Jade Wilson is definitely like a porn star, I think. Slade. Wait, Wilson. really? Probably. I don't oh, know. Okay. It sounds... Jade Wilson definitely sounds like a porn oh, star it name. Could be. Um, if it's not, it definitely will be after this podcast. Yeah. yeah. Just make it happen. But they ask Jade uh wilson who is apparently the superhero movie director and makes all of the superhero movies in this universe uh to make a movie about them and again they ask through a song like it happens like two minutes after the last song (laughs) there is less time than the length of a song between these two songs (laughs) really like um it makes you wonder uh why they didn't uh bridge the two songs with another song it's true um she refuses because they don't have an arch enemy so they go through a weird hatched plan to get rid of all the other superheroes so that they can become the only superheroes to make yeah. movies. About. And, and they go back in time. Right? Yeah, they go back in time uh, and try to prevent the tragic events that made all the heroes become heroes. First, they like save Krypton by playing a song. Yes, and, and by making baby uh, Superman uh, shake his ass at the bare ass of the camera. Yeah, I mean, once again, Brian Singer was responsible for that decision. Uh-huh. Yeah, they yeah that was weird. <laughs> They basically decide to genocide all the superheroes uh, for their own benefit. Yes, um, they do, which I gotta well, the say, only like, one who they were willing to kill was Aquaman because everybody else was like, "Hey, they just bullied Wonder Woman. They did the song thing for Superman, and they saved Batman's parents." Oh yeah, with Aquaman, they were like full on, like, "Okay, let's put a six pack thing in here. He's going to suffocate and die." Yeah. <laughs> but um. Yeah. Also, I gotta say, like, wouldn't Robin cease to exist if they made Batman not become Batman? Like- no, see, it was the circus that made him Robin. Batman just helped him realize it. Uh-oh. Uh So he would still be Robin, um, just with a little, uh, a little less brooding, I guess. Well, <laughs> okay. and and that's the thing, right? Is that uh, you know, along with another uh, Nick Cage movie alumni, jo- Joseph Gordon-Levitt, he'd still exist if Batman. <laughs> <laughs> Hashtag yes, my Robin. <laughs> Joseph Gordon Lovett, or, or, or as some people know him, the only Robin. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> the, the only real Robin. Yeah. Um, Cop hero. So when they get back to the present, they realize that the planet has become terrible in a way that doesn't even allow movies to be made anymore. So they go back in time and undo all their work. Yeah. It's a nice little plot. It's like, listen, we have to go back in time um, and allow genocide to happen so movies can be good again. <laughs> yeah. Honestly worth it. Love mm-hmm. a good flick. Yeah, me too. So they finally decide uh, that the key to their stardom is making an arch nemesis out of Slade. And after a tough fight, they successfully make him their nemesis, and Jade immediately contacts them for a movie. Basically, the team, other than Robin, once they're on the set, like, making their movie, they get into a bunch of shenanigans. Uh, again, there's this whole song about it. Um, and they Can you up- sing it? I don't remember it, no. <laughs> That was the song. That was the song. (laughs) That's the song about the shenanigans that a family man gets up to. (laughs) But uh, they find a doomsday device on set and see it's being constructed by the other superheroes there. And they become immediately suspicious of Jade, but she explains that doomsday device is like an acronym. And it's a streaming device that will broadcast movies all over the world, which 
you definitely need a special device to do that. It's not like it all just works over the fucking internet. Um, well, but- you know, that's the thing, right? I'm sure a, a bunch of like vulture capitalists, vulture capitalists, a lot of venture capitalists would still like invest millions of dollars. In was something that like intentional? That. Because vulture capitalists. <laughs> that was completely accidental, but it's completely true. Uh, <laughs> but yes, uh, they still would have invested millions of dollars to just watch that shit just go down their drain. So it's true. Like Hashtag they tried with the juice vulture- arrow. Uh, uh, what is it? Remember the Juicero? Vulture cat, cap, cat, cap, yeah. penitentiary, penitentiary, yeah. cap, penis, tentiary. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Fuck yeah, dude. Um, dude, we're smart. A vulture Bug- with a capital S. But because of them and their shenanigans, uh, Jade cancels the Teen Titans movie, but does offer to make a special movie for Robin since he didn't get up to any shenanigans. Listen, if, if if an adult woman ever offers a teenage boy to make a special movie, don't take it up, kids. <laughs> don't do it. Yeah. It is, it is literally going to be Brian Singer in disguise or, or Dan Schneider in disguise. So, <laughs> Especially if you have really nice feet. So. Spoiler alert. There's an unmasking at the end, a Scooby-Doo-esque, and they're like, oh, it was Dan Schneider the whole time. <laughs> whole time. <laughs> the Dan Sh- he was looking at the Titan's feet. <laughs> like Dwight's guys, it's the director of the Drake and Josh show. He was uh he was trying to hijack a satellite for Ariana Grande feet picks. Uh, <laughs> I mean um, who as long as they're adult picks, why not? Well yeah, that's fine. So uh Robin basically immediately ditches the team. Uh and he has a pretty good time being a movie star and like he's getting all sorts of people like crowding around him trying to sign autographs. He's doing cool shit for movies. He's fucking he joined the um, pussy posse and shit. Yeah. <laughs> mad. Yeah. But uh he uh then begins to start feeling some remorse for ditching his team, but Jade is like, Hey, how about you don't give a shit? And he's like, All right. Um, Friends, who needs them? Mm-hmm. That's true. But pretty money and fame. Yeah, fuck that. Buy some new friends, baby. Yeah. Get an garage. Get a turtle up in there. That'd be fucking cool. Fuck Drake. Oh. All new friends. Yeah. Um. So we're always talking about pedophiles on this show. It's fucking. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah we, we, got, we, we got. We got Drake as a pedophile. Yes. Uh, well, it's Nicolas uh, Cage. Why not? Yeah. <laughs> I really hope pedophile? the Cage isn't a pedophile. Oh, he, Drake, the rapper, oh. is a pedophile. So. It, wait, is that what you were going to say, Jeff? Who isn't a pedophile? A turtle isn't. Oh, that's... I'm, well, from Montreux. Oh, the, okay. I thought you were saying a turtle. Um, because, I mean, some turtles are. <laughs> well, yeah, because some of them are like 200 oh, yeah. fucking years old. Yeah. Imagine... It, it's impossible to live 200 years on uh, God's green earth without, you know, doing some sketch. Yeah. So. I think so. I agree well, with that. It happens. It happens. Especially in the turtle world. Like... Yeah. It happens. I mean, they have like barbed, barbed dicks and stuff like that. Isn't that cats? Mm-hmm. I think they also have barbed dicks. I'm really? Thinking, That's yeah. fucking cool. Fuck yeah. So yeah. They, they, they do some sus shit constantly, I would say. I My dick could pass for barbed, but it's mostly just like covered in skin tags. <laughs> what? <laughs> um, <laughs> but uh, so soon after, um, basically Jade immediately reveals that she is actually Slade and has duped Robin through his acting into letting him into the Teen Titans vault the real vault and they steal she steals some like crystal that i don't know it's like a MacGuffin, and um as <laughs> a day of machina uh so like slade did this to every superhero that he made a movie for and stole things from each city to make his doomsday device which is not just a movie streaming machine but also 
uh, a mind control device, which will mind control everyone in the world who tunes in to see these movies. What's the freaking difference? All these kids watching TV, all fucking mind control. Brainwashed anyway. by the liberal fucking media. Yeah, really. All of them. <laughs> like, oh, yeah. Fucking, you try to talk about news with these kids, and they're all like, Tiger King, Tiger King. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> try to talk about, you know, free market economics. They're like, oh, I want to be a socialist. And it's like, you know what, kid? <laughs> I'm going to buy a fucking helicopter and I'm going to drop you out of it one of these days. <laughs> Mom, I want to be a socialist. Yeah. <laughs> I want to be a socialist like the Tiger King. It's like, I want to be a socialist. Like, okay, son. No, that's not okay, Pinochet gang. <laughs> the fucking Tiger. Oh, God. Oh, so basically Slade traps Robin in the Titan's Tower as he burns it down and Robin manages to escape. Uh, and reassembles the team by apologizing for his actions, for dissing them, and they immediately forgive him. Damn, and that was very big of him, you know, to to really yeah. to fucking shut up and shut up and frankly shut up afterwards. Yeah, because he doesn't say another line of dialogue after that scene. So, I mean, he's a teen, and I, I mean, I still haven't learned how to apologize, and he's doing a pretty good job. He's pretty ubermensch if you think about it, because he doesn't have any superpowers, but he's still able to boss around fucking like superpower freaks. Well, that's a superpower. He's a boss ass bitch, a massive authoritarian. Yes, this happens later in the movie, but there's one point where like Cyborg and Beast Boy combine into like a robot dinosaur, and somehow they still need Robin to pilot them. Yes. I don't understand. Like both, both the the flying animal part and the weapons part are autonomous and able to move on their own. But for some He's reason, the glue that you know, holds the group the, together. Yeah. That 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 scene was really an allegory for the state and workers. If you really think about it, yeah. And, and <laughs> yeah. those those are the references that we were talking about before. Yes. About you know how, uh, this movie. Uh, did we mention that this movie yes. is just made up of references? Oh, yeah, I, we, I we, haven't mentioned that uh, really because none of them were like notable enough for me to write them down. I, I do think that this bit. movie has a lot of um, anarchists, you know, sort of anti <laughs> anti hierarchical yeah. themes to it. If you think about it, because uh, because that thing is that the world falls to the brink of disaster because a mediocre white kid has to pilot the robot dinosaur. Man. <laughs> Uh, <laughs> yeah, and there are, there are there are a couple funny references. Like I said, the Stan Lee references are kind of funny. But didn't he die like three days later? Um, yeah, he actually killed himself because uh, he stooped as low as uh, doing this movie. That's true. <laughs> yeah. So, um, but, and uh, I didn't know it was a DC movie. They tricked him into doing a DC thing, and he fucking freaked out. Yeah, and, he's like, and he he literally was like, oh, where's that fucking piece of shit Jack Kirby? I need to kick him in the balls real quick. And he saw it on his uh, direct deposit. He was like, DC, that stands for Detective Comics. Uh, and then he, so whenever, whenever he killed himself, he said he was actually just going to kill himself to go to hell to beat the shit out of Jack Kirby. <laughs> yeah, it's like, DC, what are, the, what are the movie about down and out cunts? Fuck this bullshit. And he had to die immediately. Um, yeah. There was a funny joke about... Uh, uh, like Superman gets harmed and he's like, you can't do that. He's a national treasure. I miss that. Holy oh, shit. Yeah. yeah. They made a national uh, treasure horrible. joke in this movie. They did make a national treasure joke, which I guess is the only reference that is really relevant to this podcast. <laughs> really? um, oh God. There's a million references to, uh, strangely, a lot of Marvel shit and not very much, re many references yeah, to Marvel's DC shit. Yeah, very popular. Uh, so um, you, you might not believe it, but, uh, you know, Disney has been eyeing that company for quite a while. Yeah. Um, they might even buy Star Wars. What year are we pretending it is currently? <laughs> this is year of the 2011, I think. <laughs> well, if they're eyeing yeah. Marvel, I think it would be like 2008. <laughs> like, oh, okay, whatever. That Iron Man fucking look good. With History is years. so long ago. I don't give a fuck anymore. <laughs> yeah. 
I don't know anything. Yeah, I'm, I'm a dipshit. I get dude. dumber every day. Fuck yeah, dude. At the Robin movie premiere, the Titans break in and they reveal that uh, Jade is actually Slade to the entire rest of the world. Holy uh, shit. But Slade still activates his Doom Day device and mind controls everyone, including all the superheroes who then attack them. But Raven immediately takes care of this by trapping all of the heroes in a portal. And if she can do that, why isn't she the most powerful being in the universe? Like, honest question here. But, well, once again, she, uh, she's an allegory for worker power. Like, worker <laughs> power can't be stopped once they're all, like, brought together. Yeah, well, when they're brought back together. I see. I like yeah. this. Like I said, it's an it's allegory got, for class conflict. Yeah, this is power. a very good, strong leftist film. <laughs> uh, and, and, and to the comic book nerds who don't understand, she was uh, charging up her power the whole movie, and that's why she couldn't do this before. Oh, yes. Um, yes. Um, yeah. Right. Wait, really? Is that in the movie or are you just... No, I'm just assuming if she did it now, it's because she was yeah. spending the rest of the movie charging up the ability to do that. I mean, listen, if Starfire and Raven can't be hot in this in this movie like they were in the original TV show, then they might as well be good. Yeah. Might as well powers. Yeah. I mean, either yeah. be hot or be useful. One. <laughs> I kind of agree with that. It's a very, you know, once again, Jess, you're a lady. God, and God that's a good it. skill for you Being to have. the only feminine energy on this podcast. Uh, I mean, you Jess, are very pretty on this Jess, on this you're episode, pretty hot, so. um, yeah. but just think of how uh, powerful you'd be when you uh, fucking, uh, fucking fill your tits with milk. <laughs> So <laughs> you big big Kazar milkers, you know. <laughs> okay. <laughs> um. So after Raven traps them all, the team goes to take on Slade, whose Doomsday device now also turns into a giant robot Gundam. Uh, and like they defeat Slade by doing their intro rap song over again, but this time, like, yeah, they do better. Um, yeah, if you get really the flow down, um, it can be really I mean, violent. The enemies. only way they could have gotten better is if they would have gotten a. Oh, he has a red hat. What the f- oh, they got Fred Durst to do a <laughs> oh, verse yeah. on that, and I think uh, they, yeah. I think Fred Durst actually did do a verse on that song, didn't he? Yeah, he it was uh, he was supposed to, but then he uh, got pulled for an uh, E Harmony commercial. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah, that's true. That's true, actually. Yes. Um, this movie took me three and a half hours to watch because every song I actually just restarted the song as soon as it was over and listened to it about ten times in a row. Yeah, it's just every that time there was a catchy. song. Yeah, it's it's just amazing. The soundtrack available through Warner Bros. <laughs> Records, uh, uh, I assume. But um, so <laughs> it's uh, so, it give us money, good. Warner Brothers. <laughs> Somebody give us money. Yeah. Garfield food truck yeah. is not. Yeah, yeah Garfield food truck better so. give us fucking money Garfield one of these food days. Food truck has dropped the fucking ball. Um, Promeneo Studios can <laughs> suck on these. Can prominently suck on these nuts. Yes. Fuck uh, them. So they destroy the Doomsday Machine, defeat Slade. And uh, it ends with Robin telling the kids watching to ask their parents where babies come from. And I actually thought that was a little funny. How he yeah. just jumped down to the camera at the end yeah. and said yeah. that. Yeah, a little oh. inappropriate. Mm-hmm. Um, I, it was, I, I was kind of pissed because I was watching with my kids. Yeah. Oh. I do think that would have been really hilarious. Even just one kid learned about the birds and the bees because of a minor gag that happened. Yeah. Yeah. Actually, uh, if you watch the um, uncut version, um, he actually says at the end. Um, Robin uncut. Uh, ask your <laughs> ask your parents about um, deep unprotected penetration. Specifically. Specifically. A little bit. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, so, a little bit dirtier. 
Oh, and then then after the credits roll briefly, but not all the way, it shows the Teen Titans from the first cartoon. The real Teen Titans. Yeah. <laughs> saying they yeah. found a way back. Uh, and I didn't understand this until I looked up and found that there is a sequel to this movie in which the original Teen Titans fight the Teen Titans Go cast, I think. Yeah, oh. Teen Titans Go versus Teen Titans. Mm. Which, that would be that really would be awkward, awkward because yeah. literally... Both series have the exact same voice actors for the characters, so how would that's they make awkward. that? That's not awkward. That's less people to pay. <laughs> I was less people to pay, but it's yeah. like, I'm going to beat you, Robin. I'm going to beat you. Ro-. Wait, like, who's talking right now? Like, it would be very awkward, I feel. Mm. Plus, the Teen um, Titans already fought the Justice League, yeah. so I feel like they they don't really have to stoop as low as to prove that they can fucking fight these little pigs. Yeah, <laughs> and I actually did not stay for the post credit sequence, so I didn't even see that scene, to be honest. Oh, man, you watched a superhero movie without fucking stand for the post credits, dude? Yeah. That's that's a big party foul. That's mostly days. a Marvel thing. That's not really a DC that's, no, thing. No, that's a big party foul. That was kind of yeah. just a movie thing until Marvel made it their thing, and everyone's like, well, I can't Well, actually, to be anymore. fair, one one of the first major post credit sequence things I can remember was at the end of the best X-Men movie, X-Men 3. Oh, yeah, where they, um, at the post credit scene where Kip and LaFonda get married. Yes. Yeah. That one. Uh, so you, so you, you made a Napoleon Dynamite from, reference. Is this the first post credit scene? I mean, that came they, those movies uh, came out around the same time, so it's yeah. not that far off. Yeah, and they're both There's pretty, a lot of crossover. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. This is going great. So, yeah, uh, that's the uh, end of the plot summary there. Uh, so. I don't know if you all want to launch into your thoughts. Sure. About it. Uh, if you don't mind Super if I go first. Good movie. Yeah, uh, go. Uh, this movie was okay. I was not a huge fan of it, I'll be honest. I did like that it was short, but the, the humor was just way too ADHD for me. And mm. I know it's a kid's thing, but it's just like, can you just like make a scene and make a joke and just kind of make it work? Like there's just plot was all over the fucking place. I just I had a hard time paying attention to it, to be honest. I feel you on that. Um, frankly, it was like all over the place. It was hard to follow. Taking notes, I was like, what am I what do I even take notes on? There are a lot of scenes that were very inconsequential. Yeah, my, my notes um, for this are probably the shortest notes for a movie I've had on the show in quite a yeah. while. Yeah, my notes are just literally just some scribbles with various <laughs> crayons. Yeah. So and most of them are just references to the fact that like Starfire and Raven aren't hot anymore. And that <laughs> made me really depressed. Yeah, um, my notes are just a weird symbol. I don't know what it means, but I have a feeling that I have to figure it out. Does it activate like something deep in your subconscious? Yes. Like a, uh... Yeah, yeah. It's something weird. I, I just, while I was watching, apparently just took a pen pen to paper and just drew something very strange. Did you rename yourself after a symbol like Prince did back in the late 90s? Is that what that symbol was? So it was Hopefully. The, I, it will yeah. be my name. The podcast are formerly yeah. known as <laughs> Yeah, the, the artist form, formerly known as Harry Potter. <laughs> um, so, yeah, I was going to say, like, this kind of felt like more like a long episode of a TV show than it did a movie. Yeah. You um, sound like all the parents uh, in the Amazon reviews, you little bitch. Oh, okay. I mean, the TV um, for this movie literally doesn't even crack 80 minutes without the credits. So this really does seem like an extended, like, plot arc of, a, of, yeah. a, um, of the series. There really wasn't any, like, character development i guess robin learned to maybe not be into fame but like he was always a vain little bitch though in the original show (laughs) and i don't um, feel like there was any lesson learned or anything yeah yeah 
I mean, they directly address that at the end of the movie. They're like, it's not that kind of movie when he tries to give a message. Yeah, it's not that, that kind is of movie, true. one with a yeah. meaning uh, of any kind. Yeah, it's a meaningless yeah. film, in other words. Uh, thanks yeah, for your money, parents. Yeah. Uh, I felt like the whole plot was like red herrings about what the actual plot was going to be because like when they started doing the, like the, oh, let's go back in time to do the Justice League thing, I'm like, oh, that's what this movie is going to be about. Then no, that was minutes of screen time and then they move on to the next thing and it seems like it's going to take a while oh it's two minutes and it just keeps on going like that like every moment feels like it could be the movie then they just move on to the next thing it really does it keeps hitting like points where it's like okay this is what this is going to be and it just moves on to the next thing again and again and again it's like a series of like segments almost that are like have this vague through line you know i thought uh that could pop up in this movie and uh fit in just fine Stewie Griffin. Oh, yeah. Oh, that would be sick yeah, and could, twisted. Could you imagine a family guy cameo in this fucking movie? Oh, family so guy. Family yeah! Can we you imagine if freaking uh, Beast Boy shows up and he's like, oh, I'm a freaking kangaroo. Yeah. And then all of a sudden you see a little baby trying to kill Lewis. Oh, what if Beast Boy shows up and is like, I'm Mike D and I get respect. Uh, he's like, fight for your right <laughs> to be in a movie. Yeah, that would be great. Um, but, but yes, Mike, are you ready for some oh, Amazon? I, I, got, I got one more couple of things to say here. This suffers very heavily from like a particular brand of like pop culture and nerd humor where they don't really make jokes. They just kind of reference other pop culture things so that the audience yes. goes like, ooh, I know what that is. <laughs> like, like I said, the National Treasure joke was one of the few that actually stood out, but at the same time, they're literally just referencing a thing that exists. Yeah, yeah. You don't need to make a movie about that because that's my entire personality. If you want <laughs> that, you can just come chat. That really is like a big fucking nerd thing. It is like, a big comic nerd book thing, nerd and thing I think especially. it's fine in a conversation. It's kind of fun there, but yeah. I mean, like when I see that in a movie, I'm just kind of like, try a little harder. Yeah, it's like, it's like basically like Ready Player One of fucking conversations <laughs> in a way. It's just like shoehorn these lame references. It's like, hey, remember when that thing happened? It's like, yeah, well, what's your commentary on it? Like, like yeah, hey, you look like freaking Freddy Krueger from that from the Freddy Krueger movies. Yeah, but uh, anyone else got anything to say on this? Um, I mean, probably one of the best uh, movies I've ever seen. Yes, uh, blows it's... the water out of the original Teen Titan show. Yeah. Um, yeah, the song's really good. Again, I will say that those will be rocking on my iPod mini yeah. uh, for the next few weeks to come. Why don't you have a Zune? You got to get an old, old fucking Zune. Yeah, I, I mean, I think basically, um, uh, I know this movie is uh, like two years out now, but basically step aside Lin-Manuel Miranda because the soundtrack for this is going to be putting Hamilton right down in the goddamn... I mean, it. to be fair, I would rather listen to the soundtrack to this than fucking Hamilton any day. I'm not joking, so... Um, I'm not throwing away my teens, titans. Uh, I don't know. I have throw away my favorite. <laughs> um, but yeah. Oh, uh, last thing I guess I gotta say. Uh, the animation was nothing special, but Whoa! it was in the style the of fuck? the original Teen Titans Go TV show. Yes. So definitely a lot different than the original Teen Titans show. Yeah, the, it's also. not um not quite the same as the good Teen Titans, uh, which I did watch this morning, uh, because I was uh thirsting for some good Teen Titans content after watching this last night. <laughs> Hell yeah. <laughs> well, yeah, that's all I got. Um, yeah. If you want to do your Amazon reviews, then, friend. Uh, well, like the trivia, pretty much most of the Amazon reviews for this were like, 
middle-aged men pointing out the references that were made in the movie. Oh, great. Like, I liked this movie because I actually understand what they were, they were talking about this particular issue of the detective comics number 42. Yeah. Are, um, are there any references uh, to interracial dating and why it's not okay in this? Uh, <laughs> no, um, uh, that they saved that for the world trade center uh, reviews. Jesus Christ, yeah. Um, I, <laughs> I left uh, after the last record, and I could not stop thinking about that review. <laughs> yeah, that was uh, so fucked up. It was just <laughs> – Jesus Christ. So, I think it's possible to write a re- uh, review for a movie without um, bashing yeah. interracial dating. Yeah, without uh, mentioning Day of the Rope at some point. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but yeah, so I, I only have a couple reviews for this uh, because it was mostly people being like, oh, I liked that from the movie, from the comics, <laughs> or – saying like uh i rented this my kid watched it and they didn't shit themselves for 80 minutes five stars <laughs> uh, so i have i have two reviews for you uh one of them is from uh this sounds like dave's uh amazon username uh bliss swole uh, <laughs> um and bliss swole writes uh teen titans go listen up this movie was funny I've watched it four times already while I work out, and I think my abs got more stimulation than these hulking legs, bro. Hilarious. Teen Titans go to the polls, as Hillary would say. No! This guy stole my joke! Fuck! But what I would say is Teen Titans go buy this movie on 4K HD Blu-ray. 10 out of 10, we'll watch many more times. Is, is, it, is there a 3D Blu-ray from Germany that he did for If you can't get the Region 3 3D Blu-ray of Teen Titans Go, um, you're not going to ever have big legs at the gym. Uh, is this guy... Did you look into, by any chance, any of his other Amazon reviews and see if they all involve watching movies while working out? Or uh, you know what? I will <laughs> Did he happen to review Zandali this. at some uh, point? He uh, he said Zandali is his favorite movie, um, and he said something about having like a soundboard on his podcast. <laughs> um, that's all I really got. No, no, uh, no. Uh, and then I I just have one more review from uh, the famed Amazon customer. Uh, <laughs> Who wrote? Stupid, they write a lot of. Reviews. I was gonna say very, very prolific review. Uh, they're yeah. fucking busy. Um, stupid movie with inappropriate content. Uh, mind-numbingly stupid. My son likes to watch through the credits, uh, and at the end, uh, one of the main characters comes on and says, "Kids, go ask your parents where babies come from." Thankfully, I've already had this discussion with my child, who instantly recognized the inappropriateness. <laughs> uh, so. Yeah, don't you hate when you're like fucking you know, you throw on a kid's movie and you 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 laugh at the jokes that are specifically for the parents, but then your kid turns around and they're like, that was actually pretty naughty and should not yeah. have probably been in the movie. You know, listen, mm-hmm. if another movie makes me have to explain what biological processes are to a child, I'm gonna fucking just go ape shit. <laughs> um yeah, so something at the end of the movie to like really fuck with parents what would you put at the end i would probably put something about like ask your parents what happens after uh that you die and stuff like that yeah get kids mortality yeah that'd be pretty i mean that's a good one or like ask your parents um 
if they ever like shit um, in your diaper and blamed it on you or something like that. <laughs> Ask your parents if it's okay if I take a picture of myself in my underwear and put it in the you know <laughs> sock drawer. Yeah, um, you know, it's just something controversial. Basically, we want to mess with these fuckers for yeah. having uh, kids. <laughs> Ask so. them if it's okay to bring a gun to school. You know, <laughs> just do some normal parent things. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Would, there were probably a ton of alternate takes on that. Like, ask your ask your parents. Uh, yeah. It's like a uh, commercial. Yeah, ask your parents today to bring if you can bring in a, a deadly weapon to ask school. Ask your parents the most effective method of suicide <laughs> or uh, <laughs> slaughtering your classmates. Yeah. Um, it, it would only work better if there's well, no, never mind. Jeremy, well, Jeremy killed himself, so if his name was Jeremy, it would have been fine. Yeah, the and rest in peace, Eddie Van uh, Vetter. <laughs> Eddie, yeah, Eddie Van Vetter. Eddie Van Vetter. <laughs> rest in peace, Eddie Van. Rest in peace, Eddie Van Vetter. <laughs> Well, now I've got to make a Van Halen fucking Eddie Vedder mashup. You fucking better. Uh, wait till his fucking cancer-soaked body is cold, you <laughs> yeah. mongrel. I mean, to be fair, Eddie Vedder is a better guitarist than Eddie Van Halen, so. That's true. What? Have you ever heard yeah. Yellow Red Vedder? <laughs> wait, does Eddie Vedder even play the guitar? Yes, he does. He mainly plays acoustic. What the fuck kind yeah, of... He, he made... plays the ukulele first He did the soundtrack to Into the Wild. Did he? Yeah, he did. Oh, Movie okay. about uh, that that fucking rich kid who ate shit and died in Alaska. <laughs> he, he moved yeah. into the woods. He, he literally died because he ate poison fucking potato seeds. What a cuck. <laughs> what a fucking loser. All the things that he carved into his van were about how lonely he was. Yeah. People were meant, He's going you know, hungry. Yes, I'm going hungry. Man, Eddie Van Vetter and Chris Cornell up in heaven right now just fucking... <laughs> Yarlin, say hello bro. to heaven. Kevin, oh, yeah. Yeah. say hello to Kevin. So, Dave, do you have a plot summary for this one by any chance? What did you uh, listen to any of the stuff we said? What? All right. I mean, that's... oh. Ooh. Ooh, that's that's a pretty. That good... one had some extra funk to it. Yeah, let me alone. You have a have a hack do. Yeah. Uh, good job, Dave. Um, excellent, excellent work. Um, hack. <laughs> so yeah, then I guess that's all we have to say about Teen Titans Go to the movies right now. Are you now. sure? Um, are we sure? <laughs> do we have anything? We like make money on this. Yeah, can, like... <laughs> can, can we mention more pedophiles by any chance? <laughs> uh, so we're done there and the uh, the we're going to take a short break and we'll be back to you to talk about Ghost Rider. Yeah. Ghost Rider in the Stone. Jim Morrison. So welcome back, everyone. Uh, we're here to talk to you about Ghost Rider now, returning champion from episode episode two. Episode two. Ghost Rider in the storm. That's not possible. But I, I mean, uh, if you listen to the last Ghost Rider episode, you would know that um, Ghost Rider is one of the fucking best. 
uh, movies with uh, about fire. And yeah, certainly skulls. one of the best yeah, ones. Really cool. I'll bring uh, you fire, but yeah, um, fire. You know that old song back in the sixties. Mm-hmm. You ever just like light a lighter just to be cool? And that's the thing. Oh, I yeah. am the Lord of Hellfire, and you bring you fire. Lord of the game. Okay, no. <laughs> um. Well, look at the fire. Yeah. Well, the thing is that uh, Ghost Rider didn't start the fire. So Billy Joel (laughs) did it. In case you don't remember all of the the facts about Ghost Rider, I'm going to give you all a brief refresher, even though I'm sure you all remember. Uh, This movie was rated PG-13, came out in 2007, written and directed by Mark Steven Johnson. Ooh. Uh, Mark. Yeah, this is uh, Mark, man of many famous, talents. Famous writer from uh, the Daredevil movie, Grumpy Old Men, and the Jack Frost that's not the scary one. Yes, uh-huh. uh, the the very famous movie starring uh, Henry Rollins, right? Yeah, uh, yeah, he was the big snowman. Okay, yes, yes. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, well, that was probably one of the strangest cameos of a kid. And I, I didn't know who fuck, fucking Henry Rollins was because I saw that movie. In Wait, the Henry when I was, like, Rollins six was in Jack Frost? He's in a cameo for like three seconds. Uh, well, see, I was, uh, you know, I was a uh, hashtag 90s kid. Uh, so when uh, his cameo was made, I said, uh, Mommy, Mommy, it's the uh, guy who uh, is on the Tool song Bottom on Undertow. <laughs> um, and she was like, oh, I don't. Yeah, wasn't cool. Jack Frost? Didn't Michael Keaton in it? And then he's like, "Hey, I'm gonna go to you know do a live show." And then he gets fucking owned in a car accident. And then he gets his spirit trapped in a snowman. Yeah, he. I mean, he was drunk driving um, and killed the family, and so he has to like cover yeah. it up and then becomes. Yeah. Uh, well, he was seen... trying to get into his own yeah. family, man, <laughs> and he just you know. <laughs> yeah. All right, I, uh, I haven't seen. <laughs> we rock. I haven't seen either Jack Frost movie. But, you, re- um, you really got to watch fuck? the Jack Frost starring Henry Rollins and Michael Keaton. It's, <laughs> it's one of the best movies of the 90s. Oh, really? <laughs> no. Uh, it's it's really bad. Don't watch it. <laughs> it's, uh, yeah, my, sure. my dad liked it, so that should tell you that it's not a good movie. Okay. I don't know your dad, but I'd beat the shit out of him if he talked to me like that. So. I mean, I mean, you can just do that regardless. So. <laughs> All right. Uh, Ghost Rider, produced by Columbia Pictures and Marvel Studios. Again, this is a DC versus Marvel episode, Ooh. and we have been very on topic about that. That's true. This so is so the, just, just curious, uh, did Saturn Films have anything to do with the production of this movie? Nope. Fuck! This is the biggest DC uh, versus Marvel matchup since Batman versus Superman. Why do mm-hmm. we keep reviewing Nick Cage movies that aren't produced by Saturn <laughs> Films? we got to stop doing that. Yeah. yeah. Those the, are the best Nick Cage movies. Always the best ones. Uh, so this had a runtime of 110 minutes, budget of 100. Oh, what? 109. Yeah. Dumb bitch. Mm. The version I had was literally two hours and 10 minutes. So I must have gotten the extended oh, there, cut. There is an extended cut. Yeah. Yeah. I must have gotten oh, the extended oh, cut. Geez. This uh, this movie had a budget of $110 million, which I some other people were saying 109 here, but I was like $1 million per minute. That seems. <laughs> no. That's a pretty good budget if you ask me. And uh, yeah. That's this, how I calculate it. And what what was the box office? $228.7 million. So we, we get two movies in the black in this episode. Mm-hmm. Although we've already covered oh, this one, so it's already in the count. But we're finally getting the home stretch of movies that actually made money. Yeah. Yeah. We're fucking back in black, baby. And then you queue up, we'll queue up the song. Yeah. yeah. Uh, Thunder. Yeah. <laughs> and I'm going to play Highway to Hell cool. instead of Highway to Hell. No, you, 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 you play the song Black by Pearl Jam. <laughs> oh, yeah. Yes. Rest in peace, Eddie Van Vetter. I just might 
Uh, so Rotten Tomatoes just got a 27% from the critics, a 48% from audiences. Fucking shame. Mm-hmm. Remember when the critics gave this a 27% Rotten Tomatoes and then 91% for the other movie that we watched? <laughs> yeah, right. Yeah. Like, what the fuck? Okay, well, first of all, I don't want to say one is better than the other. Um, I'm not, I'm going to save that for my vote. Yeah. Um, yeah, we're, we're, uh, Mike absolutely did not spoil his opinions on who's uh, So basically this, the critics are right. Yeah. Yeah. The critics are completely right. So. Oh, one thing I do have noted here is that Cage's CGI Ghost Rider skull was modeled from a 3D X-ray of his actual skull. I remember we talked oh, about that. On oh, the really? Yeah. I, I thought they just ripped it off of Scorpion from Mortal Kombat. <laughs> yeah. He looks exactly like Scorpion from Mortal Kombat. <laughs> and it does. Yeah. Uh, That's what Nicolas Cage would actually look like if he was actual Ghost Rider. They mm-hmm. made sure, like, yeah, they did that because uh, you know the true fans would notice if it was somebody else's skull. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Um, as a as a certified Cage phrenologist, I <laughs> you only do phrenology, but for Nick Cage movies. <laughs> yes, I. Uh, <laughs> when people make Nicolas Cage. Skulls and head busts. I go over there and measure it to make sure the <laughs> all the lobes are. Yeah, correct. you got to make sure all the bumps are in the right place oh and all that God. stuff. So yeah, um, I'm not gonna go into a full, very long plot summary here. If you want to hear the complete oh, plot summary, go I was to. Say, Mike, did you have any seven. trivia, or did you already go to the trivia? On uh, the well, episode? we did the trivia in the last episode, but I will say one piece of trivia that I do remember, which is that um, they modeled the. <laughs> motorcycle off of uh nicholas cage's bones oh, oh shit okay did, his... did they model the martini glass full of jelly bellies on his martini glass full of jelly bellies yeah, yeah. he uh he eats a lot of specifically red and yellow jelly bellies and i looked up if there was any significance uh but i think it just looks like fire mm-hmm. uh, red oh and yellow. that's actually kind of funny that, that feels like a nick cage choice yeah like, yeah he himself made that choice because I know he he likes to do that. He likes to make a little weird character. Absolutely, so, I think it kind of um, And I'm not I'm not super familiar uh, with like Ghost Rider lore, but I think he's uh, one of those heroes that's like an alcoholic. And so they were like, "What if we just gave?" I him- think he owns a jelly bean factory. Oh yeah, uh, yes. yeah. Sorry, I'm thinking of Iron yeah. Man. <laughs> I think I think one of the pieces of trivia too is that doesn't Nick Cage actually have like a fucking a Ghost Rider tattoo and they had to like cover it up. Um, I think he has, uh, well, for, he named himself after Luke Cage, um, and I think um, he has the genitals of Namor. Uh, oh, okay. That's, that makes a lot of sense. That's all I really remember. He has tattooed over his genitals, so. Yes. Yeah, yeah. yeah. But, um, so, like I said, if you want to hear the full, complete summary of Ghost Rider, mm-hmm. go back, listen to episode seven. I'm going to go through a very quick summary here right now. So, Nicolas Cage is Johnny Blaze, a motorcycle stunt rider who at a young age made a deal with the devil to save his father from dying of cancer. The devil double-crossed him, but Cage is still bound by the agreement and in debt to the devil who will make sure that he stays alive in the meantime. And I do believe that his father is uh, named Barton Fink Blaze, right? Yes. (laughs) Okay, it's Barton Fink Blaze. uh, It's... it's, um... This movie is partially made by Joel and Ethan Cohen, and and he, Johnny Blaze is a pseudonym. His name is Faust, and uh, whatever. Fuck. <laughs> Yo, look at my 17th century German literature references. <laughs> no, uh, I reference Joel and Ethan Cohen, and you reference that bullshit. <laughs> yeah, uh, kind of like how you mentioned jazz, and I mentioned horse sex on other episodes. Yeah, <laughs> yeah basically, uh, basically, fucking. Uh, 
R.L. Stein over here. <laughs> I don't know. Um, I mean, he is the greatest songbird of our generation, if you think about it. Yeah, yeah, and he looks great. Uh, so knowing that the devil will keep him alive has made Cave a very recklessly dangerous and very well-known stunt driver. I'm sorry, you say Cave? Wait, Cave. Nick, Cave Cave? Is this, Nick Cave is this movie? Yes, this has got Nick Cave. Oh, shit. Uh, and those jelly beans were his bad, bad seeds. And his uh, son tragically fell from a balcony. Yeah. Um, and uh, something to do with the road soundtrack. I don't fucking know. But uh, it's a vampire. Through Cage's work, he ends up running into his old girlfriend, Ava Mendez. Who is fucking banging in this movie. <laughs> <He's>, uh, <laughs> he uh, he, see, he runs into his old girlfriend um, and says, I, uh, I'd recognize those freaking honkers anywhere. <laughs> yeah. Um, and I will say it is. But I will say it is kind of <laughs> weird uh, that uh, they made Nick Cage and Eva Mendez like high school sweethearts because in real life, uh, there's a 10 year age difference. Mm-hmm. So unless he was in high school and she was eight, uh, it's a little strange. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but I will say it was kind of nice. It was uh, a Jerry Seinfeld thing. Yeah, <laughs> it was that kind of thing going on. Uh, I will say though, it, it it was kind of refreshing to see a woman in her thirties be a love interest. Oh yeah. Instead of a woman, well, instead of like a guy being like fifty five and he's like, oh here's your twenty four year old love interest. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but so that's a little it, bit. Ba- I will accept that. That's it, a little. It kind of distracted okay. me uh, throughout the movie because I'm thinking, why is this fucking bag so old yeah it's fucking even Mendes uh, is like she's got fucking wrinkles everywhere it's like this sagging ass bitch over here it's like the fuck out of here dude. you're on the wrong side of 22 honey yeah. it's like i don't know about you <laughs> but you're not looking 22 <laughs> um okay it's like i don't know about you but you're looking 82 you look like old ass bitch Every time she was on screen i was like i wish i was looking at donald logue in whatever he was <laughs> you know what happy. You know what? You y'all sleep on Donald Logue. Donald Logue fucking rips. Okay, Logue. one of the greatest Logue actors. The yeah. Cage runs into Ava Mendez, who he regrets leaving, and they sort of reconnect after some troubling things. But then a demon man named Blackheart, the son of the devil, comes to Earth with a plan to take over the world, and he needs a MacGuffin to do it. Well, so, he's the owner of a broken heart, right? Mm-hmm. Okay. Yes. <laughs> and uh. This pisses off the devil, who then calls in Cage's debt to turn Cage into the Ghost Rider, or the Cage Rider, as I like to call him. <laughs> Cage Rider. Uh, the Ghost Rider is a flaming skull, chain whipping, soul burning creature with a ridiculous strength and control of fire, and can, can transform any vehicle or evidently shotgun into something kind of badass looking that's a little more powerful. Uh, uh, to, to suit its needs. My favorite skill out of any of them is that, like, if he had like a, a normal Bic pen, would it turn into like badass metal Bic pen? <laughs> yeah, shooting like flames that? out the like, top. If, yeah, does every object that he he uses just turn into a cool version of? <laughs> That's the hope. Whatever. Uh, yeah, that'd be really fucking cool. His think- fucking his fucking fruit of the loom uh, briefs turn into Tommy Hilfiger boxers. <laughs> That yeah, boxer, yeah, so, or all turns into designer clothing. So the the Ghost Rider is the only person that can stop Blackheart, but Cage is not easily able to control the Ghost Rider at first. Um, the the Ghost Rider that he is, because he transforms at night. So Cage learns a little more about his Ghost Rideriness from Sam Elliott, who was the previous Ghost Rider, and he gets into hey, some. Sam Elliott, it's me. I'm, a, I'm an old Ghost Rider. 
I used to be original Ghost Rider, but now I'm I'm an old man and I'm digging graves. That's that's a killer impression. I feel like I'm watching freaking Big Lebowski in here. Yeah. yeah. Well, how about this? How about this? Hey there, Leslie. Nope, it's me, uh, <laughs> Sam Elliott from my guest spot in Parks and Recreation. <laughs> Damn, I that takes me back, quite <clears throat> frankly. I, 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 I got Sam Elliott on the show. We're really getting some pull here now. Yeah, yeah. I only know Sam yeah. Elliott from when he owns liberals on terrible TPUSA memes. Oh, yeah. So, hey, you know what? He can own whoever he wants with a freaking uh, sexy voice like that. Am I right, sisters? I mean, don't forget his fucking mustache, dude. Come on. Oof. How about his hair in this movie? Everything about like I remember seeing this movie whenever I was a kid, and I was like, oh yeah, um, Ghost Rider. He goes and meets up with some old ass guy. In a, in a fucking graveyard. But watching it this time, I'm like, oh, Ghost Rider goes and meets up with this fucking silver fox with amazing hair and a beautiful voice. I don't know how Ghost Rider didn't just... Yeah, I, I would want right to fucking mm-hmm. suck the whiskey out of his mouth, basically. Yeah. The, uh, I suck the whiskey out of his whiskey dick. Yeah, baby. One of the things I will say about Sam Elliott in this movie, and I think I said it in the previous episode, but it bears repeating, he has a beard that grows up to, like, his fucking eyes. (laughs) Yeah. I've never seen someone... Burton beard that's just he's covered it all the time, and it's great. He's just overflowing with testosterone. So... Then Cage gets into some trouble with the police after his destructive Ghost Rider rampages, and he has several showdowns with Blackheart's goons, taking them out one by one. But Blackheart keeps getting away. But uh, finally, Blackheart then kidnaps Ava Mendez uh, in order to force Cage to bring the MacGuffin to him. Uh, Cage does it, shows up there, and with the help of Ava Mendez with a shotgun, takes down Blackheart and saves the world. And uh, he then tells the devil that he will remain the Ghost Rider in order to thwart any future devilish plans. Instead of just being able to be like, you know what, I'm I'm going to chill out. I'm going to live my life and I'm going to deep dick Eva Mendes for the rest of my life. I mean, really, it's like so either have a curse put on you for the rest of eternity to stop evil or live a normal life in deep dick Ava Mendes. I mean, I, I don't know which option I would take, to be honest. Uh, well, it's kind of hard. I feel like you're I'd being, love to live Ryan Gosling's life. You're being a bit <laughs> reductive because uh, <laughs> you, you're picking uh, Eva Mendes over teaming up with Red Hulk, which is uh, pretty fucking cool. Yeah, always uh, nice. That's pretty cool. And also, one thing that's really cool is uh, since he's Ghost Rider, if he puts on a normal Trojan, turns into a Trojan fire and ice. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> oh shit oh, that's really funny uh, so, but yeah that's the whole plot summary so i, I guess... mean would, would you fuck somebody whose head was a flaming skull i have mm, i'd be down for it i mean i mean it would be a little weird <laughs> but i i've even meant that that's even mendez's fetish why not sure yeah also i think her name in this movie is roxanne i don't know if they literally have a flaming skull i bet they can bone pretty good yeah. which oh, like uh, baby. what's yeah. that thing is that uh you are fired so the the original uh uh t- title was this Roxanne, don't go into the red flame. Is that was about them having sex? So, yeah, you don't yeah, have to I, put on I the. I mean, I have. <laughs> I do remember hearing that too. That that was the original title. Yeah, that was uh, that was all over the uh, the trades, um, which I did read at the time. I don't know my thoughts on this movie. Um, I think the villain is pretty lame, and uh, yeah, he's fucking lame. He's not intimidating at all. He's he, kind of like a pretty boy. Yeah, I love wet guy though. <laughs> 
Yeah, wet guy. <laughs> yeah, wet, oh yeah, wet guy fucking rips. Like you see him in the first scene, like his eyes falling off, and I'm like, damn, dude, fix your eye, fucking eye, dude. What the yeah, that fuck? Was, he was very casual oh. about his eye falling off, though. Yeah. So. And he was casual about everything. That's what ruled about wet yeah. guy. Like the other two guys were all hyped up all the time. The wind guy was, I don't know, he was too much with the the dreadlocks and everything. But wet guy was just, like, you know, you know, we all strive to be big wet guy. Fucking ripped. Um. No, I I don't know. I was actually I've actually seen this is one of the few Nick Cage movies I've seen before the show. Like mm-hmm. I saw this movie like when I was like a teenager maybe, and honestly yeah. I was fucking bored as shit throughout this movie. I gave up like three quarters of the way through and just like was looking at my phone the majority of the time. <laughs> well, but no, def- definitely, uh, definitely the villain sucked. I think the special effects weren't very good either. To be honest, they kind of suck. Um, they, they might have been good at the time, but they just didn't hold up very well. Yeah, I'm trying to think of what other movies looked like in 2007, but with a budget of 110 million dollars, I really kind of expected the special effects to be better. Unless yeah, they, too. unless they like <laughs> blew all of the budget on renting that stadium and the helicopters for that one jump scene before he's that, even well, the scene it. where the helicopters yeah. are like two inches apart from each other. Yeah, yeah. Well, also, definitely not about to crash. Don't don't forget too that like Nick Cage gets a twenty million dollar paycheck every fucking movie it seems. So like already a fifth of the budget just gone getting Nick Cage in. It. Yeah, true. Right, uh, right. Yeah, he got a lot of money. Um, one thing I noticed about the special effects being shitty is like the final fucking shot of the movie looks awful where he's like riding into the sunset and then he turns into ghost rider it was like they had already done like a ghost rider transformation earlier in the movie that looked kind of okay where they showed his like skin this one just literally looked like they just put like a a shader over top of his face and he just like pressed the morph button in whatever after effects they were using just it just looks so fucking shitty yeah movie it's the whole movie does not look very good. And another thing, too, is I will say it's pretty slow and drawn out. Mm-hmm. And I thought maybe it was a little drawn out because they didn't have like the budget to do all of the special effects fighting that they wanted to do. But then again, I checked the budget and it is one hundred and ten million dollars. So I don't really think that was the case. <laughs> like, um, Where did the budget go? It does not feel like it cost. That I mean, much like I said, money. the 20 million of it probably went to Nick Cage's salary. So that already yeah. is a big chunk of the budget just completely gone. Went to fucking Peter Fonda's tub of Vaseline that he needs in his dressing room. Oh, yeah. Wasn't wasn't Peter Fonda it, it was Barton smooth. or who was he or was he like the devil guy? Yeah. yeah the freaking devil Mephisto. Mephisto or something. Yeah. Mephisto. By the way, uh, don't don't put an extra letter in there because that's what I'm going to do to your mom. <laughs> oh, come on. <laughs> Taylor, uh, Taylor gets the Dirty Boy of the Day <laughs> award, I think. I'm a dirty oh, devil. Really no, it's really nasty. You uh, have stinky. Stinky. Well, to be fair, it's, it's better than that Star Wars character, Kit Fisto. So, uh, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> which is uh, something Brian Singer does on a regular face. <laughs> that was the character Cameron Crow created. <laughs> One thing I will say, I'm still fucking love just how excited Cage is by watching that fucking video of a chimpanzee fighting like a karate dojo. <laughs> yeah. like, you know, I, I think there was, fuck? I think there was like a re, I, there was like a reason behind that. Like that was a film that like one of the people behind this movie was like made as a student film or something. Like he, there was he a didn't reason even know why. that the cameras were rolling when he was watching it. <laughs> 
that really was just so are, elated. You know what that really reminds me of? If you ever watched the movie Troll 2, there's a scene like halfway through the movie where the like guys are sitting in the trailer and they're watching a movie where like uh, like a guy who's like dressed up in a gorilla suit like sits on a fucking rock and it explodes into space and they're all laughing at it. It really reminds me of that scene a lot. Because <laughs> like, yeah, Nick Cage is getting a fucking – just getting a kick out of a fucking monkey doing karate. So. He, he's absolutely delighted by it. And it it's it great. was pretty funny. Don't you ever touch my chimp video again. Yeah. yeah, he does say that somebody that turns it off. Yeah, was, uh, no, it, it's yeah, not to, somebody. To turn on the it's, news. Jess, it's not somebody. I think it's Donald Logue. Say oh. him by his fucking name. I'm sorry, oh, Donald Logue. It's Christ. Imagine not, imagine not knowing who Donald Logue is. Yeah, <laughs> well, I know Miss Childish Gambino. Um, oh, I mean, don't don't forget. <laughs> he was he was a sidekick or he was he was some character in the best Blade movie. Oh, uh, which one? Uh, Three? one of them. I know it's not the original. Two. Wait, uh, no, two, uh... I think it's the one with Patton Oswalt. That's three. <laughs> um, three, and, yeah. and wasn't Ryan Gosling in that one, too? Or I'm thinking of, uh, who the fuck is Deadpool? Uh, uh Ryan Reynolds. Reynolds. Yeah, Ryan Reynolds. Yes. Van, uh, Van Helsing. But, uh, there is National also... Van Helsing. I, I, I don't know. It's just fun to see Cage laughing like that. We don't see him laugh very much in these movies. Yeah. Oh, no, so shit. It's a smile Oh, more. he was one of the bad guys in the original Blade movie. Okay, that was Donald Love. Yeah. But, yeah. um, it's fun to see Nick Cage laughing, because we really don't see him laughing very much. Uh, also, there's a scene, or I think you can see this video on our Twitter somewhere. We either retweeted it, or maybe I liked it a long time ago. I don't know. But of him, and like... scroll to the very beginning of our... Yeah. <laughs> No, um, there's not that many tweets we have, so that's true. It's uh, there's video of him like looking at the shot he had when he comes out of the building and is screaming like ah after his Ghost Rider transformation, and he's laughing his ass off at it, and I love it. And you can tell Cage has a great time in this role, and I like that. Yeah, Yeah. I mean that's that's definitely true. I mean, talk about a dream realized. Uh, I mean, this is probably second to being a cartoon Superman, but yeah. I did have one like big thought about this movie and that it is really fucking similar to Venom. Oh yeah. Kind of made the connection that like just in general, Nick Cage kind of walked so that Tom Hardy could run. (laughs) I feel like Nick Cage got laughed at his entire career. So Tom Hardy could get taken seriously during the exact same shit. Yeah. That's a good point. I I didn't think about that. I, I mean, well, to be fair, Tom Hardy got laughed at by, being the best Batman villain in any movie. It's yeah, true. he was um, uh, fucking Professor Freeze. <laughs> yes. Um, he didn't um, have to do Season of the Witch because he did that. He sh- uh, Wait, Tom Hardy should have been in Season of the Witch. Yes, That's Tom Hardy should, should have, have been uh, Ron Perlman's character. Yeah, yeah. It, it would have been uh, good practice for like the Revenant or whatever. I've seen that one. Um, that one rules. Uh, it's the best in the cage movie, so... But yeah, I and, drive angry for this one. If I, I'm a guest, so I can I can bring this shit up. You can say whatever so, you want, and uh, we can don't say whatever I want. And I'm going to say drive angry rules. It's probably the best Nick Cage movie. The, I just interviews about that movie. Good movie, uh, bad Batman. advice. Yeah, but I don't know. We talked about wet guy a little bit. He's great. Uh, wind guy. He has like the most anticlimactic fight scene of all time, and <laughs> it's not even like as a humorous thing like a lot of action movies do. Um, yeah, uh, it, it's just like it's supposed to be. I feel like read 
straight like the whole time and he just shows up and he goes like you can catch anything but you can't catch the wind and then he just like whips his chain in and circle and makes a flame tornado and wind guy is burned up and this is all in the space of like one minute tops and- yeah it's really fucking fucking <laughs> anticlimactic and dumb it seems like, it, like also- a fucking mermaid man and barnacle boy bit there's also like yeah. some weird i don't know if it was meant as a joke but there's like some weird like morality play like scene where like Nick Cage is getting the shit beat out of him in jail and then he turns in the ghost rider and then like the one like like fucking like jailed person who doesn't do it he's like you're innocent and then he collapses it's like was that supposed to be a morality thing like I don't I, don't I genuinely don't get I what they're trying can't to do for that. your fucking penance stare or whatever um sure. at uh and he, when he said he's innocent, he's guilty of what they accused him of. Um, but he just and, he killed someone. And no, he should have said he said he should have said I'm not that. And and should have just went into a, the Britney Spears song. Ah. Oops, I did it again. That'd yeah, that'd be really good. Oh. That should have happened. Yeah, we needed both of these to be musicals. Honestly, yeah. <laughs> honestly, this one uh, this one lacked uh, the musical punch that I yeah. needed. Yeah, was it, the fucking song where. Nick Cage, and whenever Ghost Rider and Ghost Horse Rider are riding <laughs> through the through the desert, and there's like that, yeah, that cool cowboy music. Oh yeah, it's mm-hmm. kind of metal. That was probably the coolest moment of the movie. That was a cool moment, but I do have to ask, like. I, apparently Sam Elliott was only able to transform into the Ghost Rider like one more time or something, and he does it for the travel there. And not for like the fight. I still don't fucking understand it. Like, well, they, they had to get to their location a little quicker. So he rode next to Nicholas Cage. Just for that shot. And then he's like, well, I can't be the Ghost Rider anymore. He's so like, oh, like good luck on that. He's fight. like, you know what? I really screwed the pooch on that one. Sorry, I fucking used the rest of my gas through. on the way over here. Yeah. I, I got so caught up in looking cool, I forgot there was a world to save. Like, <laughs> <laughs> but um, oh, Lord. Th- that song too <laughs> returns for the end credits where it's just the singing is like this weird auto-tuned guy like going like wait is it no i was just thinking about uh is that scott eastwood who does the fucking grand torino song at the end of grand torino oh i haven't I, I don't even remember the ending of. Grand yeah, I, I've watched Gran Torino. That's the movie that's like not racist at all, right? Yeah, yeah it's the it's the movie that taught us that being racist uh, can be cool sometimes. I mean, yeah, yeah I I know it's I, that's my life. Some of the best uh, slurs we've ever learned from that yeah. movie. So true. Um, yeah, Snowflake Scuttle. That's, that's where. I, well, yeah. originally that script was my doctoral thesis, and it got adapted into. <laughs> The but power of slurs in film. That's what my doctoral thing. <laughs> yeah, go oh, back and watch it and see Taylor's name right there. <laughs> another thing that I noticed about this movie is that all of the fucking extras have awful fake American accents because it was filmed in Australia. So they had all of the extras fake American accents. Oh, when they were shit. Australian. Are you fucking serious? I didn't know that. That's hilarious. Yeah. <laughs> That's why Rebel Wilson is in it, because she was uh, she's Australian. Oh shit, wasn't she like the girl was like, yeah, had like a flaming head. Yeah. That yeah. why would they shoot this movie in Australia? Australia doesn't have really have that many tax benefits for filming, no. do they? Yeah, but everything they're used to everything being on fire. That's such a weird filming location. The only people who shoot Australian films is like the person who made the Wolf Creek movies and Kangaroo Jack. Yes, and uh, was George yeah. Miller right? Is the... Yeah, uh, George Romero. George Romero, yes. 
or the guy who ever did the Mad Max movies. That's like the only person who's at, the only people who ever shoot movies in Australia. Yeah. For okay. some reason, they Bullshit. they decided to bring that. Mark Stephen Johnson decided to that up. Uh, I guess. And fly on down to Australia. I mean, Australia ever is a is a beautiful country with also a rich history of genocide. So. Um, just like America, so yeah. honestly, not a bad filming location. Instead, <laughs> so never mind. Kept the same choice. same uh, spirit. Yes, but uh, also uh, on the subject of like spirit genocide like and like or... fascist crimes and things like that. Uh, Nick uh, Johnny Blaze does say in his interrogations with the police that he wants to be a motorcycle cop. So a grab. All Ghost Riders are bad. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, I mean, imagine fucking. Uh, you know, you're you're. You're a, a single person in the carpool lane, and then you see a fucking the cherries and berries behind you, and they're on fire. Well, you know, to be fair, he did say he wanted to be a motorcycle <laughs> cop, but he does own a motorcycle cop earlier in the movie. Oh, does he? Yeah, he goes like really fast, and he like just fucking like by like the speed of his fucking like you know Ghost Rider car, he just blows a guy out of the like a cop out of the uh, fucking way. He's well, like, ah, I know, I'm getting owned. <laughs> Oh no! It's my favorite feature of Ghost Rider is that like every once in a while, shit around him will just start breaking. Like either by his motorcycle going really fast, or I think that like whenever he gets outside of the police station and they hold him up, he like swings his arms and then shit around him just like explodes. Yeah. Also, yeah, really, and then everywhere. Oh, sorry. The same thing happens to his like relationship with Eva Mendez. <laughs> yeah. And the fact that he. <laughs> That's the thing. To be fair, I, I do. I kind of had very negative feelings about him, like standing up Eva Mendez. But to be honest with you, he kind of did an honorable thing by accident. He did not take advantage of a woman who was fucking blasted by the end of that date. Yeah. That didn't happen because <laughs> she had drank a whole bottle of wine waiting for him. And then also that waiter was a dick. He's like, "Am I pretty?" And he's like, and "It's like, <laughs> like what? What kind of fucking standards do you have, dude? Are you kidding me?" Yeah. I would say Eva Mendez. Yeah, uh, I would say Eva Mendes, solid four out of ten. That guy would see Aphrodite in real life and be like, "Whatever, dude, <laughs> fucking ugly bitch." Um, get, my, get, get off my Donald dick. <laughs> yeah, I mean that's the thing is that like talk about looks match, right? Like, yeah, Donald Logan, Eva Mendes sounds about fucking right. Why didn't that happen? Oh Lord, um, mercy. But yeah, I don't know my my overall thoughts on this movie. Decent movie, kind of goofy. Although honestly, the goofy bits are the good bits. <laughs> as far as yeah. I, I kind of wish this movie um, was a little goofier. I yeah, think they played it a little it too straight. Certainly stand to be a little goofier. Uh, the fighting is kind of lame. The the fights are yeah. all really short. They are, um, and not particularly sure. great either. Yeah, Books are really fucking lame. The what? Like jokes, just all oh, of yeah. the humor. Oh, yes. like, it maybe missed modern superhero movies where like the jokes are semi good. These are all like things that might make your dad smile. And I genuinely <laughs> but, don't understand what Eva Mendez ever saw in, in Johnny Blaze because he's one of the most he's pretty boring as a character. He's got a rock and bob though. He is pretty hot. Um <laughs> but he just does not have much of a personality. Yeah, he really doesn't. He's not very characterized. His characterization is that he's troubled by his past and he doesn't give a shit about himself. But also, uh, I, I don't know. Which you can still he do. He did that have a pretty big personality person. in that he definitely loves chimpanzees for doing karate. And <laughs> yeah, who you does it? You just got to find his interests yeah. and then his personality really shines. That's exactly. Ha- that's probably, honestly, my favorite scene of the film. Yeah. <laughs> he's just. He drinks hot coffee. Yeah. Don't touch my trip movie. Yes. And he also plays the hot coffee mod in San Andreas oh, back in the day. Honestly, best game ever made. Specifically the hot coffee mod. Yes. 
Um, yeah. yeah, I mean, like Taylor said, th- like this is a good movie. It was it's fun and all that good stuff. But uh, like Taylor said, it's kind of boring to sit through, especially if you're watching the extended cut, which is. Uh, the full title is extended for no reason. Yeah. Uh, zing. Um, hey. yeah, I didn't I even mean, know what was in the extended cut, but I was, I, I was looking forward to, you know, I like, I'd rather rewatch ghost rider than watch pay the ghost the first time or whatever. Um, but, would you rather pay the ghost rider or pay the ghost? Just regular um, ghost? Whoever fucking oh. takes my child to the nether realm and away from me. It's yes. good in my eyes. But yeah, I, I was excited to rewatch it and well, I found myself to be pretty bored. I mean, I you, bored you know, too. you're talking about that, right? They they should have had a, you can't kill me, I'm immortal. Yeah. The Definitely the, the best so- the best Mortal Kombat soundtrack song uh, from, from the band Edema. So, yeah. They we, we'll never stop talking about new metal. Uh, what? What? Oh. Yeah. They should have had that song, and they say that a hero saves. <laughs> Um, and that yeah, I'm so high, I can hear Kevin. <laughs> and uh, um, that hero yes. is uh, you, Blackheart. You mean a song that Josie Scott entirely composed, right? Yeah. Okay, fair enough. Don't leave my boy Chad Nickelback out of the equation. <laughs> <laughs> but that's uh, that's all I've got to say about this movie. Does anybody else have anything else to throw in? Super sexy. It was a hot movie. Oh, like, yeah. In general. It was very hot. Yeah, pretty much every sense of the word. I don't know how much you sexualize Nick Cage in this movie, but this is probably one of his steamiest roles. And just also, <laughs> frankly, he's hot as in his head is literally on fucking fire. Yeah. Oh, yeah. That kind of hot, that, too. And, but Nick Cage is hot as shit in this movie. His abs are just off the fucking chain. Yeah, and it's wild. Which is wild because he carries around a chain everywhere. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, you could fucking like bounce a half down. dollar off those abs like Jesus fucking Christ. <laughs> Imagine him just like busting one on your tummy and just fucking burns through your goddamn skin. Busting one oh, on that tummy. Ooh. As long as he lets me fucking caress them ass. Do you think when he's jerking off, his dick gets all like cool looking and full of flames and it shoots? <laughs> fucking well, hey, that's the thing. He actually, it's actually normal dick, but he has to. He has to like you know stroke it like a fire. Like he's got to make it like a spark going, and oh, then it I just see. goes like that. that got, that's how he gets an erection. Yeah. It's got horns on it. Yeah, you gotta get a flaming dick. So, Smoke. Mike, <laughs> you got them Amazon reviews then? Uh, yeah, I got some Amazon reviews for you, stupid fucks. Mm, yeah. Got a review from uh, Zara, uh, who says my favorite movie. Uh, I liked when the writer turned into the ghost writer and said the few phrases. Uh, overall, great movie. The writer turns into the ghost writer. How many, how many stars was that? That was five stars. Yeah! No, she said it was her favorite movie, and that's all she comes up with to say about it. Well, it's, you know what he says? Uh, okay. He says the phrases. Yeah. Um, and we all know well, those phrases. Good phrases. They, were fra- they were phrases that were said. Yeah, you fucking, uh, with great power comes great responsibility and all that jazz. Got a review from uh, Stevie Romer, um, who says... One of the best movies ever made. Timeless retelling of Faust. <laughs> what was that? Alias of Stevie Ray Hey, Wong? someone got my fucking Faust reference. No! Someone would have. Uh, I mean, is, is that a, is that like a pseudonym of Stevie Ray Vaughan? Faust? No, the the 
Amazon Stevie Robert. Stevie uh, Robert. I thought you were going to say Stevie, Stevie Ray Stevie Roman into the side of a fucking mountain. Hey, what up? <laughs> Stevie Ray Van Halen. Oh, Ooh, oh, oh shit. They're both dead. Stevie Van Halen. <laughs> um, Stevie Ray Van Vetter. So uh, in this review that Jess wrote as Stevie Romer uh, <laughs> says, uh, this movie left me speechless. Most people here are not learned enough to catch the really deep, timeless themes the running throughout yeah. the movie that are necessary to make a movie truly great. This is an adaptation of, is it Goethe's classic? Yeah. Uh, acclaimed Faust story. It is an allegory and a great story. I had goosebumps throughout. Shout out R.L. Stein. If you are a comic <laughs> garbage fan, you may not like it. But if you are, if you like truly great stories and classic themes, this is the movie for you. What a I think it attracted cut. a lot of people expecting something superficial and just action oriented. They did not get it and did not like it. Like kids evaluating a video game based on graphics, chess has no graphics in their minds, but takes a lifetime to master one of the great games of all time. <laughs> so is this movie to these modern superficial people. I am making this <laughs> review in hopes that intellectual and intelligent people go see it because it will really speak to them. It is not a kid's movie. What the fuck? That's the thing, though, Jess, is that you, you said, what a cunt. Yeah, you are a cunt. Why did you write that review? Fuck <laughs> you. What if Chess did have good graphics? Honestly, I, well, I mean, I, I think she's got a good amount of pixels going on. If you right know what now, I mean. uh, very high, high def. Chess right now is a six out of ten. Um, uh, he said chess. Chess. Because the guy was talking. Chess. No. <laughs> well, uh, the queen is pretty hot in chess. I mean, it's a perfect shape. Yeah, I know. Jam like I said, right our, up your yeah, and she our, goes our, our queen right now. You yes. want pretty much so. our queen right now is looking pretty hot. So. Oh, why? Thank you. I mean, but yeah, that's a good point. I think uh, right now, chess is a six out of ten, and with some good graphics, it could be a true eight point five. <laughs> why are you nagging her right now? That's kind of fucked up. What do you think? Uh, I mean, I yeah, think we all have um, great graphics. Well, thank you. I appreciate yeah. it. Uh, everybody's got all the pixels in all the good places. And in particular, this podcast has great graphics. Look at our cover art. Beautifully made by someone. Someone on Fiverr. <laughs> and then... Uh, 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 you paid like some Malaysian person $5 on Fiverr to do that. Yeah, I did. Uh, except for the text part I did uh, on Microsoft Word. <laughs> Fuck yeah, dude. So take that, Photoshop. Um um but I, yeah uh, that, said, any... that review i cannot believe a person could actually be that pretentious <laughs> yeah i know jess how could you be that pretentious uh, <laughs> I, yeah. it just I comes mean, naturally uh, <laughs> the comic garbage fans might not have gotten it but uh you know what Boust me up because uh Thomas Montero writes, uh, something moving big time. Uh, and he goes on to say, what a bad week as I received and watched the mostly overhyped reviewed DVD, Hot Fuzz and Shaun of the Dead. I didn't know when and where to laugh. Terrible disaster on top of it as I bought these DVDs in HD DVD. <laughs> in the meantime, I purchased against the negative trend of reviews Ghost Riders. Oh, okay, okay. I was Ghost scary. Ghost Riders? Is that, that's not the sequel. I know the sequel's called The Spirit of Vengeance. There's actually a boomer way of saying Ghost Rider. Hey, Sonny, you ever you rent the Ghost Riders? Yeah. 
<laughs> I was scary to These relive guys. again the same experience of the two bad nuns and Ghost Rider saved my week. This movie rocks, and this is what cinema is. Action, action, and action. The CGI effects are amazing. I pray to many others that... Wait, I pray to see many others like that. Um... So, yeah, basically, Shaun of the Dead and Hot Fuzz are hot trash compared to this. Wait, um, wait, what the? That has never been an opinion ever held by anybody. What the fuck? Uh, <laughs> so, wait, that this person hates Shaun of the Dead and Hot Fuzz. Yeah, two uh, trash movies uh, which are not as good as 2007's Dude, Ghost Fuzz Riders. Hot Fuzz has more fucking action than this movie It does, did. and frankly, better choreographed, too. <laughs> I uh, I maybe I'm biased here. Hot Fuzz is probably one of my favorite movies. I love that fucking movie. Uh, uh, yeah, even I, though it is maybe copaganda, I don't know. But <laughs> I mean, I love cops. I love Hot Fuzz. Um, <laughs> and this person uh, is not that cool. Mm. So um, this person yeah. hates two out of the three Cornetto ice cream movies. Yeah. Well, mm-hmm. the third one hadn't been released yet. Uh, I was this like, review did, was written. Did that in person review that movie? Um, I would like to know, um, because, uh, yeah, the, the world's end is definitely the CGI is a lot worse than Ghost Rider. So yes, it's also just objectively a worse film. So in every way, one of the worst films ever made, frankly. Yeah, probably. Uh, I I could not imagine the type of just fucking rain dead, like fucking troglodyte who honestly likes Ghost Rider more than both of those movies. Yeah. More like Edgar Wrong. Yeah. In my opinion. Yeah. This person's Edgar Wrong. What a fucking Um, dick. I love how I get angry at this person than the other person being way more pretentious. Uh, (laughs) Even though Jess reviewed it, she still got angry (laughs) at it. The other person was annoying. This person I want uh, dead. Yes, I agree. (laughs) Turn them into Uh, a ghost and then we have to pay them to write. Maybe they would like it if if, uh, Edgar Wright directed Ghost Rider. I'd rather I'd watch a Ghost Rider directed by Edgar Wright. I, th- I better be good. Oh, yeah. Kevin Spacey as yeah. fucking Mephisto. That would be sick. Kevin. Why Kevin Spacey? Because of, he's in Baby what? Driver. Oh, yeah. shit. Okay. Fair John enough. Bernthal. Oh, I, we just watched a John Bernthal movie. We did so. just watch a John Bernthal's first movie. That's true. Oh, shit. Um, I have a review. Like John Bernthal. He uh, he's fucking hot. Oh, yeah. He's banging. Um, and He's also banging a uh, Rick's wife. Yeah, Rick's ah, wife. Hey, 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 hey. Whoa. Whoa. <laughs> we are off the rails here. Yeah. Um, that reference wasn't 15 years old. Well, it's Nicholas <laughs> Cage. Why that reference not? wasn't 25 years old, by the way. <laughs> Very fresh reference on this show. Uh, I have a review from Bristol12 um, who said, uh, never ordered, um, don't have any use for this stuff. Can't watch on a phone, and that is all I have. <laughs> so they got the DVD. I love how we. <laughs> we, we continually find new ways to for, for the person to say either this didn't work, I didn't watch it, I can't watch it. <laughs> I just don't have the time. <laughs> every every movie, every movie, like twenty percent of the reviews are like, I wasn't able to see this. I didn't buy this. This didn't work. And this this was, never got course, shipped to uh, me. <laughs> This review is why they started including the digital download uh, code with movies. She's uh, like, I can't watch this on. So just curious, was that a one star review? Uh, this was a one star review. Get the yeah. what a fucking asshole! Why do they always do that? Well, the movie's bad if the disc won't fit in my phone. So there was there was legit a review that we had a couple episodes ago where there was like, I tried to watch this movie, and then something came up, so I couldn't watch it. One star. <laughs> 
Yeah, I simply don't have the time. One star. If this movie was good, I would make time for it. Yeah. <laughs> I have a review from uh, CC Gullo who says, um, thank you, get what we give, in all caps. And you word. gotta get what you get. Uh, this movie yeah. is great. If you like candy-coated turds. <laughs> what a little... <laughs> Talk about subverting my expectations. Yeah, I was not expecting that at all. Uh, what yeah. a load of grass clippings. No profanity. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know why they said that. Um, the start of movie was actually pretty good. The origin of Johnny and his dead father actually touching. And the intro of the villains wasn't bad. Uh, what happened? Where did this movie go wrong? Bad characterization? Devil slash hell rules and regulations? Need a scythe to, to dissolve demons? What? Where? How? Okay, at least it wasn't Elektra, the worst of all comic movies, Marvel or otherwise. Probably because of a freaking girl in the lead. But sure, yes. <laughs> uh, that ain't saying much. And what's worse is the movie sold very well. So look forward to Ghost Rider 2, and don't get me started on the first Hulk with Eric Bana fiasco. He looked like green jello. And I don't know if they're talking about the band or the the food stuff. <laughs> but um, the Actually, Hulk, I believe the band is pronounced green jelly. Um yeah, but <laughs> this guy spells a lot of stuff wrong. Uh oh wait, no, no. It's spelled green uh -huh. jelly, but pronounced green jello. That was it. I'm Go sorry. fuck yourself. I'm just kidding. Uh I love you. Uh, uh but they say the Hulk is not made of green jello. <laughs> okay. Um Got a review. Uh, the the last review I have is from Max Man, who says Casper Rider. Oof. Oof. All right, let's get into it. I'm an old Harley wow. rider, and I remember me and other bikers fell asleep while this movie was running. I don't see any connection between this movie and Harley Davidson. I felt like I was uh, a little kid there. The story wasn't made that well. I think the scenario was poor and need a lot of experience to represent it to people. I won't lie that we are waiting for this movie. I rather have seen a bike been made by an Indian Larry instead of this dream bike. What the fuck I is wish that Larry? Who the fuck is Indian Larry? What the fuck? I wish that Cage respected his fans, especially the Harley bikers, to provide them with something that will show the good side of being bikers. <laughs> to me, Wild Hogs was more real than this. <laughs> At least it shows Whoa. some real Harley life on the road. Oh, yeah. We yeah. hope that we can see something better later from Cage. God bless you all and have a great day. Okay, so, so, in, <laughs> so I have Indian Larry. So first off, Indian Larry sounds like a King of the Hill like nickname because they couldn't <laughs> say the name Vikram. So it's like, fuck it, your, your name is Indian Larry. God damn, this seems like a movie Indian Larry would have made. <laughs> uh, <laughs> <I>, fuck <laughs> And why did this, this guy went into fucking Ghost Rider expecting a realistic Harley Road movie? What the Yo, fuck? Listen, they, were they expecting Easy listen. Rider? Well, to be fair, Peter Fonda was in this movie, and so they might have expected Easy Rider. When you go into a motorcycle movie, you expect it to be about the motorcycles, and you expect it to be accurate. Uh, and <laughs> so, know about this is Nicholas Cage is not a road dog. He is not a wild hog. He's not he's nothing of the sort. He's just a normal... He's a poser. He's one of the tamest hogs I've ever fucking seen on this screen. Oh, yeah. 
Exactly. Um, so that Such was my last hair. review. Um, and a big apology to all the, uh, you know, Harley drivers oh. that had to sit through this <clears throat> drivel. So I just looked it up. Indian Larry is, uh, he's a, he's an actual like motorcycle builder apparently. Oh, just like a very obscure thing from the sounds of it. And, uh, he looks Native American, uh, but they just called him that because his friends were racist and didn't want to like so learn his, his tribe's name or something. They they this person just wanted a like real deep dive on Harley Davidson <laughs> yep. motorcycle culture. Um, and sadly, this film did not deliver. That's true. And you know, you might be reading this review and wondering who the fuck Indian Larry is, <laughs> but at least his friends get it, and they hated this movie too. Yeah. <laughs> so, um, shouts out. To Maxwell. There is an Indian Larry motorcycle shop uh, three miles from my house in Williamsburg, Brooklyn. Oh, shit. shit. Oh, shit. Awesome. You should um, go down there, um, maybe even right now. Um, you just ducked yourself. I'm going there and I'm walking three miles in every direction until I find you. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but yeah, uh, with that, I guess, uh, do y'all want to get into the vote? Um, yeah, I just want to say before we wrap up that uh, these are probably two of my favorite cartoon movies uh, of all time, and uh, so it's it's a it's an important matchup to me. And it, it I mean, really means something. At, to at you. the end of the day, uh, whoever gets voted out, um, it's still a great movie. So. Still a winner in my heart. Yeah, exactly. Uh, well, Dave, would you mind counting us <clears throat> down then? What? Oh, uh, oh. do you do you want to do a countdown? All right, let's push him. All right. Uh, go, go, go. I'll, I'll do the count, Tony. Go, okay. Go, go. <laughs> let's keep pushing him. Uh, like, Dave, do the fucking countdown. We got we to gotta push shit. him to the edge, and then he's about to break. We All his friends are dead. Uh, what? Push him with a knife. <laughs> Dave. How's that sound? Dave, right. do the countdown. Go. Dave. Dave. Dave! Go. Just, just do the countdown. All right. Three, two, two one. One. Ghost Teen Titans go to the movies. Go to the Benghazi. Ghost. Benghazi. Wait, who? Okay, wait. You didn't wait. even say any uh, thing until well <laughs> after the vote. Wait, wait, wait. Ghost so, Benghazi. Jess, so, Jess, what did you say? I said Ghost Rider. I said Teen Titans go to the movies. What did you say, Jeff? I said Teen Titans. Oh. I said Teen Titans go to Benghazi, but. Oh, and then what, what did you say? Uh, I said Ghost Benghazi. Uh, Fuck, we got a tie. Wait, no. Wait, so no wait, yeah, one? I'm voting Ghost Rider. Okay. All right, so we got a tie, so you know what that means. Mm. Hey, oh. Dave. Uh, <laughs> yes, Dave. Uh, well, what do you think? Well, which movie do you think well, let's, won? Let's, let's plead our case a little bit. Oh, actually, yeah, let's plead the case a little bit. Okay, Dave. So the reason you should be voting Ghost Rider is because... Hey, like... uh, y'all can keep talking. I got to go piss, but... <laughs> 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 okay, so let, let's just argue in the thin air. So, Dave, the reason you should vote for Teen Titans is because it's way shorter and i wasn't nearly as bored by it uh yeah, it moves quick yeah. and there's a lot of plot but also none of the plot matters so you don't have to pay attention too much <laughs> exactly so it'll it's make true. a shorter next episode uh catchier songs i will give it that yeah but... much catchier songs although um yeah. i think the songs in ghost rider are a little bit deeper yeah, they've got a little bit. They got that classic country riff. And, and I mean, let, yeah. let's be honest. Teen Titans Go was more of a Nick Cage movie. Yeah. Oh yeah. yeah, much more of a Nick Cage movie. Um, <laughs> I mean, 
Uh, I mean, it was his dream to be Kevin Smith Superman, um, <laughs> and uh, he finally did it. So, but I don't know. I I just felt like Teen Titans Go. I really wasn't entertained, and it was kind of like a struggle for me to watch it. <laughs> which, I felt way more like that for Ghost Rider, just because I thought it was way more. Boring. Yeah, honestly, me too. Well, yeah. t- to be I, quite I, honest. I felt that way for both of them, but yeah, but uh, I it was felt just that, that more on Teen Titans. But. but like I said, it's like thirty minutes at the bare minimum shorter, so there's less insufferable movie to watch. Mm-hmm. I don't know, but like uh, Ghost Rider is like some classic Cage shit. People remember Ghost Rider when they think of Nicolas Cage. You know what I mean? Even I, if they think I'm it's changing a bad my movie, vote to just, Teen Titans. You are? Damn okay. it! Are you? Yeah. Are you okay. really? Yeah. You All right. So you know we don't even need Dave. So. <laughs> Fuck so yeah, through three to one, Teen Titans go wins. Okay, so sorry, Jess. It just is what it is. Well, it's just you started to make your argument, and then I realized, uh, yeah, I mean, this movie does suck. <laughs> <laughs> it kind of sucks, but like to be fair, it's a very intellectual retelling of about <laughs> and, and you fucking comic book heads wouldn't fucking get well, it. Well, listen here, I'm not an intellectual. I'm just a fucking beer drinking, oh. um, fucking tire squealing little pig boy, and but, I. Love Teen Titans. So you know movies. what? J- just like always, Dave, we didn't fucking need you because we figured it out yeah. on our own. You know well, what? I got a vote if you want. All right, go for it. All right, yeah, let's hear it. Um, based on what I heard here, you all made um, Teen Titans sound like a monumentally worse movie than Ghost, <laughs> Ghost Rider. Like it, this more than most Cage Fight podcasts. If I'm gonna follow, like, actually, what I'm actually listening to. Yeah, for the, like the, the first time. The fact that there's a tie is fucking <laughs> legitimately shocking. Um, I thought this episode was over within like the first like 20 minutes. Like, I mean, there's, there's just no argument in, as far as my mind is concerned that fucking Ghost Rider wins. Oh, well, I, that's if I'm being totally honest here, too, I am really surprised that you guys picked Teen Titans. Yeah, I know. Yeah, like, my jaw dropped to the fucking floor the moment that you said there was a tie. Like, you gotta be fucking joking me. There's no fucking way this is a tie. So, are you voting... Dave, are you voting Ghost Rider? Yes, I'm voting Ghost Rider. All right, well, you're outnumbered. Yeah, we're outnumbered because we already decided three to one, Teen Titans go win. You're fucking with me. No, no, Mike flopped. After you left the room, Mike flip-flopped. We're serious. Mike flip-flops. Yep, three to one. God damn it. Oh, the one thing I'll say about this is Teen like Titans. that fucking hamster movie all over again. <laughs> the one thing that was better about Teen Titans than Ghost Rider was that it was shorter. That's the only positive yeah, thing I could say about it. That's the only reason I voted for it. All I'm saying is, I take a honey to go see Ghost Rider. Now, I don't and then I take a sweetie things. to like, go see Teen Titans. Yeah, so yeah, Dave doesn't watch these things. You at all. know, I, 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 yeah, I don't have a horse anywhere near this race, but like. <laughs> Not a plane ambulance, that's just, for goddamn right, sure. If I did, it would be on fire. But, <laughs> like, I don't know, man. Like, the movie you described for the Teen Titans movie is a bad fucking movie. Like, I mean, it's 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 kind of bad, but it's also just not made for us. Like, it's a movie made I, for children. Like, well, fucking 80% of these but movies are made really for us. really good kids' movies. Like, most Pixar movies. Yeah, like, there are most, really good like, kids' like, movies. Yeah, yeah. Movies. I mean, but most Pixar movies are made by a child molester. God damn it. Okay, I, let's let's leave this up to the critics. 
Because we trust the critics. Uh, fuck uh, off with that. Uh, we no, have said from no, the start of this podcast no. that we are of the people. Yeah, we're of the people. It's <laughs> a very proletarian podcast. And uh, uh, but but no, uh, the truth is, of course, that Teen Titans Go did win in a vote of three to one. So yeah, that's, okay. I'm mad about this. <laughs> I'm, I'm upset. Damn, Jess is. <laughs> seriously fucking that hamster movie all over again (laughs) ghost rider was just it's everything about it is more cage it is a better movie there's literally only one thing going for teen titans go and that's that it's shorter but the songs were better though it had fucking um the songs name one song from ghost rider right now the fucking one at the end Oh yeah, I could do that too. No, that's I thing, could do that too. This movie had the artist Michael Bolton and also Michael Bolton from The Office, so that so Teen Titans goes yeah. automatically better. <laughs> yeah, Michael Bolton. You know we're Michael Bolton stands it here. It sounded like a know. fucking YouTube rewind video. <laughs> I don't know what that means, uh, but it sounds like an insult. The moment where the the superheroes all did the Lion King thing, that oh, was yeah. great. That was better than oh, any moment in Ghost Rider. No, honestly, no okay. joke. I completely agree with you on that. That moment genuinely had me laughing. Yeah, because it was like, like with the flesh. Uh, <laughs> I just yeah, like which one of them was leaping like a gazelle? <laughs> was it like the Green Lanterns? There were a bunch of them leaping. Like yeah, gazelles? it was something like was that. Something That's fucking funny shit. Yeah. Yeah. So, yes, uh, Jess, what is, uh, without further ado, what is the next episode? Uh, I, fucking, the next give me episode a is Kiss of Death. They're not going to fucking death. tune in after this. <laughs> Kiss of Death versus Astro Boy. On the next episode, I'm introducing my two new co-hosts. <laughs> I no guests either. <laughs> Yeah, I'm. I'm pretty sure I'm uh, banished from booking guests at this point. Between the George <laughs> Snafu and this, <laughs> the, the guest always We're chooses awesome. a different episode than we expect them to choose. Always. That's true. Uh, well, to be frank, George That's agreed with me, family. so I'm gonna do a podcast with George now, <laughs> and y'all can do that. I also, know George. Well, don't forget the the guy. I think it was the guy after George who chose Population Four Three Six with you. Oh, that's true. Yeah, I'll get George and Nathan, and then Jeff. You can hang out with these fools and, and make your own podcast. I was so close that's to not Jeff great. and all of you just on fucking principle. Me, Taylor, and Jeff cracking right. cold ones to Teen Titans. But yes, you said you, yeah. you said you said it was Kiss of Death and Astro Boy, right? Yeah, yeah. that's what, what Mike said. And but I yes. wasn't lying, I promise. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It is uh, Kiss of Death and Astro Boy. Astro Boy, I believe, is actually based on the old Osamu uh, Osama Tezuka. Yeah. Um, is, is it live action, right? Osama Bin Laden? Oh, yeah, the Osama Bin Laden production, yes. <laughs> Uh, I, yep. I mean, Osama Bin Laden did like old anime, so he probably did like Astro Boy. No, uh, oh, Astro Boy is animated. Born. Oh, it is? Oh, okay. Interesting. Which, um, knowing you fuckers, means it'll probably win because G Force wants it. It might be the better movie. I, I love animated movies too, legitimately. Jess I is on the record them. as fucking uh, hating animation. I have a massive collection of animated movies. Which is why there, she clearly chose the movie like that won the Titans. Titans Go. I did not. <laughs> uh, God.
So you know, um, I think Teen Titans Go to the Movies was actually pretty Faustian, also. Yeah, very um, much. When, so. when you break it, <laughs> how when you break the fuck it right did down. this movie win? <laughs> <laughs> like, you, you're gonna have. I, I insist, 100. percent I insist, you motherfuckers, re-listen to this no. afterwards. <laughs> we'll we'll like, re-listen listen to it. Tell me if you made a good case for fucking Teen Titans. <laughs> oh, I have no no <laughs> guilt, no regrets about my choice. Um. <laughs> all right, but but yes, uh, I don't know if there's anything else we have to add. But no, I'm, I'm I, all just, I have left to add is my rage and shock <laughs> and disgust. Yeah, despite all. Of Rage. She still doesn't like certain Nick Cage movies. This is basically Sorry, November 9th, 2016, all over again. Yes. Yeah. Mm. Uh, anyways, that, that's the end of the podcast. Join us next time. Pretty and, much entirely. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, everybody, have a good one. Absolutely. This is Taylor signing off. See you. Uh, oh, Jeff, do you have anything you want to plug? Um. No, I mean, uh, hey, watch old episodes of the special without brett davis it was a public access show that i worked on yeah, oh shit cool. awesome special without like a, brett davis do you have like a twitter account or anyone anything yeah yeah jeffrey parties on twitter on instagram on everything i'm jeffrey parties i was able to lock that down on everything <laughs> so like jeffrey and then like parties like party we will party hard party hard like that yeah yes. right. like, yeah, oh, yeah. Cool. like jeffrey parties and cool. jeffrey andrew wk <laughs> jeffrey andrew wk <laughs> Well, <laughs> thanks for stopping by, Jeff. You're a real fucking beefcake, and uh, we love you. Absolutely. See, see, too. see, you guys. See you on the flip side. Bye, 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 bye. Fuck y'all. This has been a solid work production. Solid work. Solid work. Uh, solid work. Hey, solid, solid work. work.